Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Use whatever power we've got left to broadcast a distress signal to the outer rim. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast, with Ryan, known because he just won't stop talking to everyone at the tournament Slawaski, Tim, known for streaming and not playing Hannon, and Will, not Ben Heim, I am Ben, not Will Fowler. Welcome, gentlemen. Howdy doody, everybody. Well, hello. You always try to do this. I play. Stop trying to make this happen. I play. It's, listen, <laughs> I play. We have an intro. Listen, Will, you know grammar works both ways, and it can be one sentence or it can be two. He was oh, never hooked on fondness as a child. He, he did the dare well, program well, instead. Well, he got off that <laughs> early in life. I was an advanced reader, thank you. Oh. I didn't get hooked on phonics. I got hooked on pahonics, <laughs> and it's evident. <laughs> Will, I have a degree in the English language. This week on Stabcats, reports from the Invader League front lines, predictions, Tim actually playing a few games, and uh, we talk about our groups and lists, plus, you know, Stabcats battle reports. So, in order to prepare for the Invader League, we all, most of us, had practice. Uh, Practice, practice. Personally don't believe in practice, but... You know. I, I've been hitting that grind. Yeah, we've all been playing some practice games. Uh, Ryan and I got one in, mm-hmm. was it about a week ago? Yeah, something like that. Um, I think it was just after, a couple of days after we recorded our last episode, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know you're trying to forget about it. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> it was uh, my Republic versus his Rubles. My Rubles. I was running Double Commander, bunch of core units, and two Arc Strike, strike teams with snipers, trying those out. And then Ryan was running his... Uh, thing yeah i was running uh 12 activations cassian k2 gen r2 couple snipers six core it's good time gross all the heroes all the heroes i mean i went on record saying i'm gonna run it for the invader league so here i am prepping it we played hemmed in hostage and ryan was the blue player Mm -hmm. getting to start on that we had a weird map where ryan just got this like funnel of terrain Mm -hmm. that he could just like emerge from and i had to play in these weird trees and it was it was interesting. Yeah, it was a... Let, all right, let's just... Let's talk about Activation 1. Let's start there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I killed Jin. Woohoo! <laughs> Hooray! Victory! Hooray! Way to, underse- way to undersell yeah. that. I- yeah. <laughs> uh, so I deployed Jin a little too far forward, and Will just hot dices me with a fire support for a bunch of dice. I... I do the tr- I do the tricks, so I start the round with two suppression on Jin or one suppression, and then uh, duck and cover for another one. I got somebody some core there to to esteem leader stuff too, and I knew Jin was going to take some fire, but I didn't think she would just explode. Yeah, I used Rex's two pip to make him shoot at range three. Yeah, and then fire supported with a Z six squad, so the whole thing surged crit, and she only got cover one. I was rolling thirteen dice, and I got twelve. Yeah, off of like oh. one aim token and a surge token. Yes. Yeah. So uh surging crit, so Yeah. It was uh it was the gross and I lost Jin. It was beautiful. Good. Good. But there was still there was still a, definitely a game to be played though. It there came, was. It I, came down to it. It was a well fought game. I mean, I watched the thing, and it really was. Yeah, a, we had an audience. There, yeah, there was a healthy chance that, that that Will makes a bad decision, and Brett and I are texting each other the entire time, like, "Oh, what if he does this? Oh, what if he does that?" Because uh, Brett wanted to talk about it as, as yeah. they play. Mm-hmm. I definitely, this- I definitely think Will got a few more of the Brett gimmies than I did of Brett <laughs> just blurting out what comes into his mind. <laughs> yeah. And part of that's because Brett is playing the Grand Army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's got he's thinking in Grand Army mode. Most of the time, Brett gave me advice. It was something I was thinking 
sure. about doing. And then right. I was just like, oh, yeah, that is what I should do. <laughs> we both agreed at the start it was more like a Wednesday night game. Yeah, where absolutely. There was that kind of discussion. So, like, we were talking through decisions to each other and stuff. Yeah. Because in the practice games, it's useful to have that kind of input. You know mm-hmm. better than to listen to Brett, though. Come on. He, his, his ideas were really no, good. No, we can't let him hear that. <laughs> if you want to play... I will defend Brett. Yeah, if you want to play Legion, like, you're at a craps table where, like, if you if the, the swings are going to be hard or you could lose it all, Brett's a great person to listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, Besides, he knows... Timmy beat your ass. When? How long ago was that? I don't remember that at all. It was on our last show. You talked about it. Oh, yeah. no, that's not true. You, yeah. You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about... Uh, dear listener, if you go back... I, we Let's not talk it. about you, falsities. We tried to get you to talk about it, but you only said like two sentences like, yeah, I lost. It was a thing. No. Let's let's not talk about lies and, and misconceptions. You and besmirched our wonderful but, bat rep section with your lies. This isn't year one, Brett. This is year two, Brett. And that makes all the difference in this no, Batman no, like, no. figure's life. He has evolved. But back to, back to me and Will's game. We, we had a really spicy, spicy fight in the middle. Um, and once mm-hmm. the... Once I kind of got a sniper edge with some of your arcs and I got to push the game more towards, well, K2 getting to, to light everything on fire. Um, God, his gun is so good. His gun is is so good. It got to this really scrappy point to where uh, it was. we tied on VPs at the end of the thing, right? We both got our, our R2s and we both had a hostage. Uh, no, I had to... You, you did not have a hostage. Yeah, it was... If it was tied, you were going to win yeah, on yeah, kill yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the That's last right. turn... KP was slowly approaching the hostage to claim it, and I had right. to engage him in melee yep. to stop which him. Was a, which was a smart plan. I saw it in activation too late. Um, yep. Yep. Ryan was about to shout, you're being rescued. And then I then wasn't. the troopers just yeah. walked in. <laughs> it's, it's the picture of like five clones like trying to grapple the K2 just to slow him down just a little bit as he's still yeah. like, walking through them. Well, and in my mind, that game kind of also came down to the priority die roll um, oh yeah if i because we if k2 could have gone first shot at rex rex would have only wouldn't have had enough speed to get to the uh the deployment zone with his hostage theoretically not without rally yeah not without a, a solid rally uh but it wasn't it wasn't to be but i feel like i played a really good game with losing gin turn one and a and a kind of an arm pin behind my back to, to, to play it that close yeah, um, yeah. i, I, mean, I learned a lot about it is like a lesson on adapting to mm-hmm. bad scenarios yeah yeah i felt pretty good about my plays like not even sure. just like you know killing Jin is like oh okay but then I, st- I still didn't want to play overconfident because then you would find something I had forgotten to do and you nearly did like my mm-hmm. sniper play was not great but that's just I've never had those really so right, still learning yeah. how to play with those because snipers suck they're, they're pretty good snipers they're with they're tactical pretty are pretty cool yeah no. Sni- impervi- yes, impervious annoying. snipers with red saves uh, that <laughs> with tactical well, the impervious and- didn't save me very much but it was there it might have Oh, as a rebel player who's got pierce on my weapons, it's pretty annoying. Yeah, but I mean, the odds are you should still get the one damage through. They're less than they would be with uh, <laughs> without it without it having impervious. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, you go from always to like most fifty percent ish. Yeah, we've stepped back on the podcast from being too didactic mm-hmm. and teachery. But if you're new and listening to this as you're learning how to play the game, it's a good example of when not to give yeah. up. Yeah. Yep. It's really easy yeah. to have your commanders shot off the board on turn one, activation one, mm-hmm. and be like, well, boys, I'm over. Fold the map over. Let's go home. Well, and, yeah. and Ryan fought it out to the end, and he really came very close yeah. to having it. If he could have gotten that last hostage, he would have had that Yeah, game. and I think I did make two – I made two big mistakes that game. And I think I had – obviously, that last turn priority roll went against me, and I want to say I had most of the priority turn rolls go against me. Uh, all three went against you, yeah. 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 Oh. So, like – 
it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I don't feel I don't feel bad about my play. The games I feel bad about is talking about playing one activation and calling it quits. Is I played a game <laughs> with Brett, and uh, Brett's been practicing a lot with me. Um, and I misdeployed. I was trying some new things out. I was I, I was prepping the Scarif map, and I misdeployed Jin. He lights Jin off the board again. This time I felt a little less bad about it because I rolled that same defense pool against his insane number of hits over and over and over again, and I should have had about a one-third chance of losing her, and it is it is what it is, but I misdeployed. I kept casting as a commander, and I put him very far away from the rest of my army, mm-hmm. and mm. so when Jin lost her bubble, everything was just going to panic, and I couldn't promote like a sniper strike team that was in the middle of my army to be a commander sure. because Cassian still was a commander rank on the other side of the table. Um, right. And so I've been, I've been learning a lot about Cassian and I don't know if this is good or bad. I've yet to use covert ops Ooh. just because it's something that I haven't let enter my brain because I want to get other facets of how he works down first. And I'm oh. thinking I just always need a covert ops if I'm running in with Jin, even if I deploy them right next to each other, right. just to have three operative tokens in the bag. Oh, yeah. Um, it's more control over that. Yeah. No, more control because you typically want Cassian, if he was an operative, or even when he's not, I want K2 and R2 to go before Cassian so I can load him up with tokens for Marksman. So you can just make it into three crits? Yeah, I can just roll some dice, flip them over to three crits, and be like, all right, what you got, friend? Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Some dead models. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly Jeff. <laughs> so, so yeah, I've, de- I've definitely been learning a lot. Um, Brett's been a really great practice partner, um, even though he's been kicking my kicking my behind. Yes, I believe that puts you to zero and four versus the clones. Yeah, this list, which I thought would actually be pretty good against red safe factions, is not. <laughs> but after getting uh, getting wrecked by a bunch of Republic uh, games over and over and over again, I decided to to try my luck against some uh, some CIS. So Ryan guilt trips me into <laughs> I haven't had any practice against robots, and I was like, all right, fine, fine. Let's I do this. have two robots um, in my Invader League group. You so. can already tell how this game went. <laughs> <laughs> so. I thought I was going to try something different, which is trying to break away from from having only eight activations. Mm-hmm. So I went with 11 activations. <laughs> <laughs> it was the full Grievous, except no aggressive tactics right. in order to get enough points, because I'm at 798. But the surges. Yep, I got I had no surge, no ability to surge anything, so it was man. fine. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but I did have um, <laughs> two B2s with an extra body. I had two B1s with an extra body, and I had two B1s with the E5C. I had a uh, BX series commando strike team with the sniper droid, because that's all we have right now. And I had three staps with the command controller. Oh, my God. So the plan was, as best I could, to to balance out as many of it, uh, many of the the activations as I could, ending on those uh, B2s, Mm -hmm. because they don't transfer a token over. And then the only thing left in my bag was either going to be the sniper um, or it was going to be Grievous. And I didn't expect the sniper to live that long, honestly. So I said, okay, this will be a, this. This is an interesting list. Let me try my hand. Can I manage these activations? Because I do like as a CIS player being able to give as many activation tokens right. out as I can. That bag control is a big thing with this faction. And so if you can do it right and do it well, you get a lot more out mm-hmm. of them. If you don't do it well, then you have to shoot first and then figure out what your second action is going to be later. So Ryan and I are playing. I don't even know what the name of the map was. Yeah, it was like a, a desert ring. Tatooine town village thing yeah. yeah but we are playing him din again Ooh, i like that so all the hemmed I don't, in. i've played a lot of hemmed yeah. in and i don't exactly know why um, <laughs> i have yet to try it i keep talking about how i want to play it and i have yet to try it uh, maybe i'll eat it i don't know it is small it is small and on the map we were playing on there's a lot of terrain in the middle of it yes 
on kind of blocking up the middle. There's where the where that the the hemmed in side, the the blue side and the red side with theoretically meet. Mm-hmm. That's relatively open, but there's a lot of high wall, high tower things kind of blocking off where the actual activation zones are. So you have a healthy amount of cover line of sight blocking even as you're looking at your opponent. There. Right. Now, if you creep into the middle, you'll get shot at. Um, we end up going with that. We end up going with sabotage moisture evaporators because I have so many bodies and thumbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have lots of thumbs on this one. And I decide to push for four to five positions. Mm-hmm. I, Ryan and I joked that the map was, was like 35, 50% It was of, uh, It was pretty dense, especially with <laughs> a lot of heavy dense. cover, a lot of buildings, and already a fair amount of barricades. So you decided to add more heavy cover? I did. <laughs> and the reason is because at that point, I had already we'd already gone straight to uh, a sabotage moisture evaporators. So since we gone there, I was like, droids need the cover to do these things. The sitting out in the open, I don't get cover from suppression. I'm going to lose a lot more bodies. And so I threw down four to five positions as the final choice of mine. Interesting. It, Yeah. So Ryan, of course, barricades in his, his moisture evaporator. I barricade in my moisture evaporators mm-hmm. as best I can. <laughs> Uh, I do try to counter deploy so Jen can't sneak in there and tap mine real early and run away. I, oh God, I was I, I was so close because he kind of blocked me out. But since I had intel on Jen, I could have gotten it anyway. He wasn't that close the way hemmed in works and where he put it. Um, it was real tempting because she would have been concealed except from like one angle. Um, and if I could have activated first, I could have gotten her either invisible or at least heavy cover. Um, it was real tempting. And yeah, I, and I eventually put a guy there. Ryan's like, okay, if you hadn't done that, I was absolutely yeah. taking that spot. <laughs> I did do something that I know I talked that I never do. I split my activation. Oh. Line. Uh, I did. I had half the bodies on the left left side of the red position, and I had the other half on the right hand side. With hemmed in, I think you kind of had to, especially with where our evaporators ended up. You had to if you didn't. Because it was evaporators, yeah. I had to. So you took my advice from the last show. So yeah, um, <laughs> see, I'm a man who can learn. I can I can advance my game. Oh yeah, I mean, I know you're not Tim. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> Um, and so now Grievous is going to do what Grievous has to, which is run up the middle. I mean, Grievous has to go mm-hmm. up the middle when, when, when that kind of thing happens, because that bubble's got to spread as far and as... And you also had a really good away. piece of cover blocking the middle to where Grievous was safe, yeah. Yeah, I had a great piece of cover that was going to let me do that for a little while. I felt I could always order out to the staps and then order inward. Mm-hmm. So as long as I could at least keep one of those staps within range three of him, I could always order my guys inwards towards uh, Grievous. Even if I couldn't order my, my left flank, the right one would be taken care right. of. Or if I played the high enough cards, I could actually activate both sides equally, which is kind of what I did. I actually used Grievous's uh, crush them on turn one. I was not expecting that, yeah. I've, I've never heard <laughs> of such things. I mean, I kind of get it. So, yeah, Will's played with me enough that he knows that Grievous sometimes doesn't live long enough to have a destroyed unit to get those extra surge tokens off right. of. Mm-hmm. And so he gave me all the activation tokens I needed so I could control round one better than burning in a sun. <laughs> yeah, it, it preserves the generic for when he's dead. Exactly. Got to preserve that generic for Spoiler alert. Um, he died. He did. Well, I mean, he always does, but he lived around <laughs> yeah. three. No, he lived longer than that. If he'll die, it's what you'll get for his death. That's right. You're right. He did live. He he did live to long round four. You're right. He did. So we kind of run up the middle. We kind of put our positions there. He and I both basically grab our our moisture evaporators pretty quick. I think by the end of turn two, we both had maybe into turn three. We had we had all of it, but I think most of it was done by turn two. You had it. You had it turn three. I think I had it turn four because the barricades definitely slowed our game down. I put enough bodies on my right hand Mm -hmm. side to grab it by the end of turn two. I think turn yeah. I think the left hand side took an extra turn for me but so then it becomes that shooting match and like with will that place where you think i was going to run in with grievous and do all the damage i decided not right. to. yeah I, I i threw out the guardian again um mm-hmm. which changed that gameplay just a little bit now jen did live a turn longer than she should have yeah but somewhere about the middle of turn two is where i started muting my microphone 
and heavily clicking. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, ben was getting the the spicy mad, the spicy mad. Um, but why would you have such undue stress? I was trying to not use those curse words with another human being. I did not want God to judge me. It was just between me and him. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan was throwing white defense dice like they were red. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was a surge mm-hmm. everywhere I looked. He got fifty percent of all white dice at a minimum. Uh, it wasn't quite he that was, bad, but yeah, he, he was rallying every chance he got. Um, I I don't think you missed a rally roll for the first four turns of the game. I I mean I wasn't panicking, but Gross. I wasn't always getting my actions. But some suppression was at least some amount of suppression was coming off. Yeah, it was. I don't believe that quite in my life. Yeah. Um, oh, no. I mean, like there are places where he should have lost actions and they didn't have the thing Ben also um, isn't telling you is that his grievous at the same point when he's doing this mid mid game charge took twelve dice to the face, twelve hits in the open gross. with with uh impervious and, with and all that stuff and saved all of it. Grievous took yeah, one I damage think- before he engaged. Yes, I did. <laughs> By the time Jin had died, there was only one game. Yeah. It's bad, and you should feel bad, Ben. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't you fire support him? <laughs> um, he can't fire support. That's that's not a thing his faction can do. Oh. So, but now, Grievous is having a fine right. time. He's doing his business, and I'm going to have to shake off some suppression. But I throw my stap dice into a full group. <laughs> I kill nobody. Yep. They block everything. The very next turn, he just picks up his dice, sets them down, even has an aim token. Dead stab. Yeah. Like, they, he didn't do anything. He just threw dice. They were all... Can't sleep there. on that SX trooper. Yeah. Can't sleep on him. I mean, oh. <laughs> it was gross. Thorians are OP. So, Thorians <laughs> are OP. Yes. Um, I got a little bag hamstrung. Again, that's something I'm trying my best to avoid. Hamstrung? But there comes a point where you... Where, yeah, yeah. So you, you can't order those, uh, those stabs because they're vehicles. So there's not a lot of cards that let you do right. that. And so I couldn't pull a stab to save my life. And then I think I lose oh, two that turn, or maybe the last vestiges of those two. Yeah, I, I I made the decision the really early, especially because you activated your stats pretty early turn one. Uh, it mm-hmm. gave me some shots on them. You got some shots, but I think I got better shots um, on their approach. Uh, and I knew I couldn't really mess with Grievous until those stats were dead. Otherwise, they were just going to harass my back line, ignore my cover that I was getting from fortified positions. Because I do think where our barricades and objectives kind of came down, I had the better end of fortified, but you kind of expect that with me being blue. Mm. Um, Especially having the safe wings to deploy my vaporators on. And I forced you... When you wanted to assault my more exposed Vaporator, you kind of had to walk into a bottleneck. Um, yep. Nope, that's absolutely true. In fact, I threw my sniper guy out very early. Used yep. a Scout 3, ran around a corner. I got within range 2 of your your other sniper. Right. Trying to knock him off of an Evaporator to force uh, Ryan to move a unit over to that direction to have to go take mm-hmm. care of it. Which did. It, I mean, it, he was worth his 52 points, but he died off. I of don't it. know that, because he did die... Was it turn one? Yeah, it was the yeah. It was turn one because you move your sniper sideways to shoot. Yeah, him. and but you took that's what took what took you an extra turn to go grab your back. Yeah, but I still had plenty of time to do it. I don't know that it was quite worth it. Um, but I'll talk about that sniper kind of kind of when we're done with the bat rep. Um, yeah, could you have like delayed that a few <laughs> turns and then done it later to mess with it more? I don't know. Um, the idea was I was trying to make bodies go that way rather than towards that bottleneck. I don't know that two models could really pull that much attention. Uh, well, so the sniper's dead. He has to bring a full body group over there. Okay. And so that that was the plan. And it worked, sort of, but it wasn't enough yeah, to distract him because I could not peel. 
So on one side of the board, I've got my guy split in half, and it's pretty even. I think most of the stabs are towards the center, but you know, it's, it's a B2 and a couple B1s mm-hmm. on the left, same thing on the right. For Ryan, it is Jin and almost all the core. And then on his on my left is Cassian and K2 and R2 and another <laughs> core and like two snipers. Yeah, it was, it was I yeah. <laughs> it's the hero group. And so didn't matter how many dice. They also had my my emplacement and my vets over there, too, to support, which they're a pretty solid support option. They're a very solid support option. And so K2 would quick thinking, and then R2 would would do whatever R2 does. I think I did some bad priority shooting. I tried to take out R2 because I knew I couldn't be allowed to get over there. Yeah, you fell into the R2 trap. Yeah. But I've also watched him just go over there and score points. (laughs) I I couldn't let you win on points like that. (laughs) So I was trying my darndest to get the kill. I mean, that never happens. Didn't. Yeah. Killing killing an R2 um, with a 3PO who can just repair himself oh, and yeah. then, like, hide himself with suppression. And there was enough cover on that map for him to just to be invisible if I, wa- yeah. if I wanted him to be, which I kind of didn't because he did the Lord's work keeping K2 alive and Cassian alive with Calculate. Um, oh, that, ca- that Calculate and teamwork. I mean, Cassian and K2 always had dodges and they always had mm-hmm. aims. Lots of them. Yeah. I mean, double stacks of those things. And it was just gross to have to shoot my way through on top of heavy cover. And I think after after all imagine. the games I've played, I think K2 is like perfectly balanced as a trooper unit with the way that, that Calculate and the suppression and all that works. But where he gets bonkers is the fact that he's a droid trooper. Right. Because suppression doesn't yeah. really affect him until he's panicked. And with Jin typically yeah. nearby, that's going to be very difficult to do. Um, right. Yeah. Either He's via have six on him. Yeah, or and hope complete the mission wasn't played, which if right. K2 is alive, has six suppression on him, I'm going to play complete the mission. Um, or the um, red save rally roll card. Right, yeah, yeah. So there's there's enough easy outs. I clean up the right-hand side of the board on my side, um, but it's not at a place where it has anything to do with any of the uh, evaporators. So like I, I, I make sure that my evaporators are safe, but I just can't. I try to assault Ryan's evaporators, and I just don't have the dice mm-hmm. to get through it by that point. Yeah, I get. Um, I have some. I have some better dice rolls. I mean, I feel, it feels more balanced in the back half of the well, game. And no, it does sure not. I didn't go downstairs. And it does not my, feel my more balanced. He started rolling so hot at the end of the game, <laughs> but the dice yeah, pools were so small it didn't matter. But the <laughs> amount of paint that you were throwing <laughs> on those f- white attack dice. Ooh, um, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Um, it, it was. It was. It was bananas. It was absolutely bananas. But it, yeah, it was a day late and a dollar it short. It was too little, too late. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, assaulting the position. I And again, like I said, I felt fine. I felt a lot better after the game. Ryan and I are talking about it. Uh, I did not go burn my minis. Yeah. <laughs> um, but th- those early those early white dice defenses and the very hot attack dice in the first four rounds, I just never felt like I had much of a chance. The positioning was right. The dice just yeah. didn't flow so at all. So I want to talk a little um, bit about um, what I've learned playing this list. Um, and why I think some of the th- decisions Ben thought were were neat gambles <laughs> weren't um, the Ooh. the sniper that you that you that you tried to scope down, you knew that sniper was going to die. You just hoped to buy some time, correct? Yeah, that's all it was. I knew that fifty two point sniper was never going to live that long. I could have done the thing where he's behind the wall, so you can't see his mm-hmm. buddy. So if he dies and the other guy pops out and buy a couple rounds. Um, but I didn't think it was going to be worth it because I thought right. I could kill that that one two-man group pretty The quick. reason why I really adamantly kind of disagree with that choice is if he would have stayed back and able to to terrain scope some things or actually just get 
some because he's got an incredible weapon. Um, he's got a really solid gun and a good resilience. If the only thing I'm shooting at him is is my sniper teams, is I this list snowballs its activation count real hard to where I want to target your low wound threshold, your your low model count units, to where I can really start to play aggressively with three, four, five activations at the end of a round. And when I picked up that commando squad really quickly, I mean, I was you were at 10 activations, I was at 12, so I'm already at a two-act lead. And then I get the sniper turn one, and I want to say I got a, one of the stats turn one, or maybe at the start of turn two. Yeah, um, start of turn two. That means I get to play really aggressive with four of my activations after you're done, and I don't have to worry about my white saves. I don't have to worry about hiding and dodge tokens, and I can run those SX cannons up. I can get K2 where he needs to go and decide where that suppression needs to be and not have to worry about you quite rallying it away just yet. Um, And that gives me a lot of freedom to pressure the objectives the way I want to. Even if that sniper is having a a less impact and not making me rearrange my dudes. Just the fact that I have to worry about another activation as you just sit behind a building and aim and shoot, aim and shoot, aim and shoot is putting more time on your side, if that makes sense. So here's where I disagree with you on that. And I think it's because you don't play droids enough. His activation token is actually a problem for me as far as bad. I a hundred percent understand and agree with that. Um, And that's, and so I'm okay with him dying early. If, if I feel like I got enough use out. Of yeah. Them. I don't know. I I mean, because I, I, droids for a long time, I've not had activation up at all. Like to be at 11 activations mm-hmm. was an amazing sure. thing. Um, like, and again, Rebels have, have gotten such high activation accounts mm-hmm. now. Um, I felt like he had drawn enough because he had one four-man squad that had your shotgun on mm-hmm. it. He drew them away until turn four. Um, and the hope was I could do a little bit more damage where they had to come back in, and I just well. And the other problem is you gave them a target pretty early to go sh- where they didn't have to scoot that far to shoot because the st- like they were in perfect. You drew them, air quotes, out of position, but it was actually in position for when your staps came and flanked. They're like, hey, look, a stap rider, batow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the short term, it worked. Yeah. In the long term, not so um, much. So um, no. Yeah, it was a, it was it was definitely a weird game. I definitely learned a lot. I got the better end of turn zero. Um, some of the early dice definitely went my way. Grievous picked things up. And then just the sheer amount of... like the I got Grievous turn five just because I panicked him off the board. Had, you had nine suppression on yeah. Grievous. Nine? What? <laughs> nine. That's yes. how good his defense dice were. That's how solid Grievous is. De- uh, K2's Why gun is, is uh, suppressive. And so I just split fire everywhere I could, making sure one die at a time was going at Grievous. Um, And then K2 was just going to have a a robot fight with him um, if it came to that. And then he ran away bravely, bravely ran away. Now, what what Ryan's not talking about is there's two squads of guys I couldn't get hits on. He had a blues. He had a regular rebel trooper squad that had six suppression. Oh, no, you got. He just refused to go. You got the you got the squad. (laughs) It was just the unit leader sitting in the behind the barricade that was like, not today. Not today. I, no, I die not, not today. today. <laughs> um, I, there, there was a little red squad with a shotgun guy. I shot four uh-huh. times. Didn't do any damage. Yep. I didn't murder a single one of those guys. And I shot with staps. I shot with whole groups. Uh, you got a couple people. guys, but yeah, it, it was. I think I still had... Uh, I was shooting double rainbow, so I had uh, two regular guys and a heavy weapon left. Um, but so were you shooting with just like your six white dice droids? Because those should Sometimes. not hit much. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, but the problem was the first five attacks against them were stats. Yeah. I like mean, it was black dice. Like their stats are going to get like four, hopefully. Well, you also spent your stats pretty much your first two turns with them. You made the decision to go after Jin. I did, and didn't have a lot to show for. Yeah, it. she dodged out. A yeah, lot of well, stuff. esteem leader, duck and cover, danger sense against the Staps. In looking at Imperials, low die pool. Um, you know, just being six black dice, which is still solid. Um, but that's the kind of die pool Jin wants to see with like no sharpshooter and no surge crit, and I can pawn those hits off and and. Danger Sense did a lot of work on Jin in that game. Danger Sense did a ton to the of point work. to where when 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 Grievous crashed in and I had so much suppression, Ben's like, "Wait, you can use Danger Sense in melee," <laughs> which was a change yeah, to the it was. to the RRG. I had to go look. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Ben did not believe us. <laughs> well, it's been a long time since I'd seen yeah. Danger Sense on the table because yeah. no one's playing Pathfinders. No. And you're the only person I know who's playing Jin. So, <laughs> so, uh, but it, it was it was a good but game. It was actually yeah, a good, it was game. A very like good said, game. Once once after the game was over, we looked at mm-hmm. it, you know, how it was setting up, and I do like I said, I, I'm pretty okay with most of the decision making. There's some places I probably could have tried to shoot yeah. harder at a single target, maybe. But I think you turned that commando squad into some because your B twos didn't have heavy weapons, so they kind of lacked some oomph. And you, Oof, yeah. not all of your B1s had the had the EC5 or whatever it is on it. So I think if you turn that commando droid into a couple heavy weapons, I think I like that list yeah. a lot better. Um, yeah, I think so too. With with that list, mm-hmm. that's, I'm going to be honest, that's probably my backup list for Invader League. Right. Um, I probably end up taking that sniper out and, and making him t- uh, two FCs or five Cs. Yeah, okay. No, that's, that totally yeah. makes sense. Um. So I made an attempt. I made an attempt to bring Ryan down, but it did not happen. So after he got stomped by the guard, yep. you know, he survives against the robot. Yeah, it worked off some like, some of that frustration against you. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and I was and I was glad for the the uh the practice against Grievous because I don't have a big melee hitter in my list. And in right. preparation for worlds and you know, when everything shut down in the in the lead up to that, I had been playing Op Luke exclusively since he pretty much came out and even a little before that with some proxies. So I have not had a list without a big melee heavy hitter in months. And I was like, do I just do I just die if Grievous gets close? And no, I don't just die. I have a few outs. I gotta be clever. And K2 you has to save me. Um but and I, I will say part of the reason why I'm throwing that defensive Grievous on turn I two like it. rather than the charge. I in, like it. I don't hate it yeah, at all. Is I think it throws people some and then it does slow down my game time with Grievous mm-hmm. just a hair. Because if I can keep him alive, that's one less thing I have to worry about later. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. In our game, I think it's a coin flip whether it was the right thing or the wrong thing to do. It also, like we said before, it gave me an extra turn to focus on your stats. Um, yep, it did. And if you could have hit me with Grievous to where I have to deal with him, tie some things up, maybe your stats also live. I don't know that though. Um, so that might be something interesting to to try. But anyway. Um, I got my I got my confidence boosted a bit, uh, and then Tim actually got a got a message uh, from one of our listeners and punted it to us, one of our listeners from from England, and he was asking asking for a for a game, and uh, everyone else was busy, so uh, we set up a game, and uh, and I got to play uh, Tom Smith, and I want to say he runs the local group in God, I forget what city it was. I want to say it was not Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham. Um, <laughs> That's a beautiful sound. Beautiful town. But uh, but yeah, he was uh, he was happy to to get a game in. We played uh, good old Rebels versus Empire. He played a 
uh, Krennic Shoreline. Um, and the game, I'll, I'll be real honest, the game wasn't all that interesting. Um, a lot of things went my way. I didn't. I don't think I made any big mistakes. We both played pretty, pretty clean games. Right but into the, the stats, people. So no. that way we can just take a big old dump on you right here on yep, air. Yep, That's absolutely. Great. Why are you bullying this nice man? <laughs> That's right. Oh no, the, this game yeah, was yeah, a bullying. Yeah, I will say this game was a yeah, bullying. R- Ryan said, I, "I'm bullying this man. These dice are really good, and I feel really bad." <laughs> yeah, like we both played decently well. We played the same Pip command card every round and he wasn't playing a veer sh- he was playing a veer <laughs> shoreline not a chronic shoreline um i won every roll off all of them um bullying yeah we played uh hostages with hemmed in and my sniper deployment was pretty solid uh he had boba which was cool but everything that kind of could have gone my way did and he did he did state at the beginning of our match like he didn't want any any give me's or 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 you know, to go easy or anything like that. So I played like I like I would, and we had a nice time. And I want I want Tom to make a, a Legion podcast or an audio file or something for us to play. I could not be as nice and cheerful and optimistic and giddy with the dice that he had and the things that were happening to him as he was. Like it's it flabbergasted me. Like I think it would make Tim's skin crawl. Well, like I said, eight minutes ago, I muted my microphone during our game just so you didn't hear the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he just uh, lied back and thought of England. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, oh, this is, this is just really nice as, as stormtroopers are just kind of exploding. Um, no, I had a ton of great dice go my way. Uh, the joke in our game was when we roll red defense saves, we just need to think K2 thoughts because stormtroopers would die and K2 would just t- tank like 15 hits in a row and he just refused to die. And then when he did take a little damage, R2 was like, I got you, fam. Um, fix, 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 fix. Oh, it was uh, it was a rough game. Yeah, at the at the end of turn five, it was a group of snipers on the Imperial side and all I had lost was K2 and one of my snipers. Um, it was a it was a rough game, but okay. he he was happy to to play the game throughout. He was optimistic and nice, and for that, my hat is off to you. Please teach me how to do that. And for that, I you have killed no him. Idea. You killed. Yeah, him. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not that it's nowhere near like the, like it's not like the four of us get salty when we're losing <laughs> the game. That's the thing that never happens. Yeah, no, I well, I three didn't, of us never. don't. I didn't get all of my army crate bases for nothing. <laughs> salt, Depends salt, how salt. much alcohol I have in me. It's always a Tim, when we played at Dice yes. you were sober. <laughs> Don't remind me. That's true, you yeah, were sober. Normally, if I have more <laughs> I alcohol, could hear I'm you. happier. Oh, gotcha. All right. I could hear you from the hallway, Tim. I was watching the stream game in the store. I could hear your shouts from it the hallway. It wasn't so much shouts, it was just angry, angry tones. <laughs> angry tones. So, speaking of Tim's angry tones... Tim decides not to prep at all. He's not playing any nope. games. He's just going straight yep. into it. Cold turkey. And because Tim likes to stream the games in the Invader League, which I understand, mm-hmm. he's scheduled almost all of his games in the first week. Yes. He's just going to do all of them at once. Absolutely. So, Tim, you've played three games already. <laughs> like Invader League started Monday at yes. noon. Yep. You've already played three games. It is currently Friday yeah. night. We're recording this on Friday. You're probably listening to it Wednesday. Right, which by then I'll have had four games, so I don't know what that fourth game will hold. It's very enticing. Ooh, my. Uh, so, so how's how's Tim, your new practice going? Yeah, how's it going? So, uh, well, so here's the thing. Uh, somehow, in some way, shape, or form, 
despite the odds, which were probably heavily against me, uh, I am three and zero. What three and zero? So that's. Are you sure you don't have those backwards? Yes, somehow I don't have a backwards, and that is impressive considering that last sure. Invader season I was zero and four. Well, it's been interesting. Uh, I've had some really good games. Obviously, I'm not going to talk about every single game because that would just take forever. Um, but it's been been really good. I have the bracket I'm in is interesting. Uh, we're just pretending that there is no such thing as Clone Wars. So it's just yep. four Imperials <laughs> and three uh, two Rebels, and that's sounds boring. That's it. Uh, it's a little. I kind of a little sad. I'd like to have some variety in there in case I don't make it out. Three and zero. I do have a decent chance of making it out. However. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say, so the way Invader League worked, for those that don't know, uh, when you win your game, you count up your victory points, and those go towards your overall victory points in the bracket that you're in. So if I win 1-0, and then that one carries over to the overall bracket, and then if I go 2-0 on my next one, then I have three victory points total. Bada bing. My first two games were both tied on victory points. The first one <laughs> was 4-4 on Vaporators and went to points destroyed. And then the second one was 0-0 points destroyed. Fortunately, this is the most recent game I played. Uh, we went, I got 2-0. I almost went 3-0. and And he almost conceded against Florf the Dwarf. However, he realized that if he conceded, it was an automatic three points for me. But if he made me play it out, he could probably starve me for that one point. And Rob, yeah, my kind of player. Yeah, and yeah. so that's my kind so of player. So I told him, I told him multiple things. I said, first off, fuck you. Secondly, I don't blame <laughs> you. And thirdly, I'd probably do the same thing in your shoes. And so it, I, it makes per- perfect sense because if we're tied, that's the tiebreaker. He wins if he has more victory right. points overall. So it definitely matters. Uh, so I am far from comfortable at three and zero. Normally, I probably would mm-hmm. be, but with this kind of three and zero. It's way more sure. nerve-wracking, so I really would well, like one more win in there to, to solidify my comfort and sure. get out of the bracket. But it's been very, it's been fun. All games have been heart-pounding and fun and very interesting. Uh, Tim, I, I got to call you on that yes. one. Hang on. I, what, I think the quotes were, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Then you sent a screenshot of the dice. Then you're like, all L-O-L in four separate chances. That was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the second game. That. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I'm going, well. Yes. I won. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what happened. Yes. A dramatic rereading of Tim's last text from last, last uh, No, that was that was two games ago, I believe. That was from two uh, games ago, sorry. Yeah, that was the my suspenseful game, live tweets. Yes, my game against uh, Messmore, which he had he had three HH twelves with specialists Ooh, attached. I love it. And yeah. He, so and I get it. I, I understand I understand that he's list. got a refresher. I don't know so that might your pod well. has given him all well, the appropriate I was going to say, so here's the thing. You might hear that at first and go, ha ha, what? The specialist in there? That makes that less of a laughing matter. Like, that that was scary. Mm-hmm. You can get in a position to where you're able to shoot a lot more readily and you can get free aims and things like that. And you just, when you refresh, it's super. So you can just you sit know, there yeah, and you refresh. Get, you get more things back, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you get everything back and you just keep doing it. And once you get in that position, you just stay there. Uh, mm-hmm. so, did he have veers for the free I mean, refresh? He did. He certainly did. Yeah, absolutely. There you absolutely go. Absolutely did. Uh, got to. Yeah. I mean, I dig the idea. Refresh is one of those keywords that gets really good when you've got more things yes. attached. The value. Trying to find that find that place. It becomes value time at that point. Mm-hmm. You got to find that that good sitting. Yeah. Uh, it was very interesting. It was it was way harder than I thought it was going to be. That one, I guess, does again for such a unique list. It was way more difficult. Um, he, we played 
Disarray, which I actually chose Disarray. Here's your hot take. I chose Proud that. Of you. Yeah. Ooh. Because I have bikes in my Could list. Could you be in so a I brave said, boy? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Disarray. I get that. Payload. Get that. And I put his payload. I figured this out after the game was over. I did the math. I, I kept the game up and did it and calculated it. Even if everything went perfect for him, even if I was never interfering and everything, he did his perfect full movement with his payload every time. There was mm-hmm. no way for him to ever score with where I put his objective. <sighs> Yeah, gross. rude. It's it is rude. Was there, so was there no legal place for him to do the same to you? No, not okay. the way we had it set up with disarray. Yeah, so it was it was gross. Because if I had had one more turn, I would have made it. But that's okay. Interesting. Yeah, we stopped at turn five. Turn six, I would have scored a point, and I would have got a victory point. But that's okay. It was a great game. Very interesting. Uh, my dice at first were absolutely awful. Just blanking a mortar, blanked out completely. Just dead instantly in Man, cover. Three. Mortar and light cover doesn't matter. Dead. Uh, all my <laughs> trooper rolls, be. blanks, rolling blanks. A bike roll, all but one blank, completely blank. <laughs> <laughs> then I did it again later on. Although that time I had an aim token, so I made it better. But still, it was gross. But then also, uh, he had a almost a full health unit, or probably a half health at that point. Uh, Stormtrooper squad just run off the board, and that was sad for him. And he also so- lost an Imperial Guard off the board as well. Ooh, Dude, failed rally. He only had one guy left. It was a one-man model or one-man unit. But yes. Still, the, hate to see a guy fall. The, the disrespect. So unless it's grievous, I would rather I would rather grievous had died on the table than have, <laughs> have nine suppression and force him. Sure, off it was oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, now, so this is probably a good place to talk about your list, yeah. Tim. The, the thing you were planning on playing okay. Invader League because now you can't change it. You've already played three games. <laughs> that's correct, and I'm pretty happy with it. Um, there's probably some tweaking I'd like to do with it, but that's okay. I, I wasn't sure about it, so my list is ten activations. This is decent. It's good, good, okay. easy resting point. Eight hundred points on the nose because that's what I like. It is Iden with Overwatch, Offensive Push, her repeater, and the, the little friend bot. 138 yes. points. For that. That's all that amounts Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, she's so good. Points. Two short troopers with a T21 and an extra body, which has mattered every game. has been very, very crucial. I love having extra body on there. I really do. Two mortars, just naked. Two stormtroopers with RTCs. And two speeder bikes. It's pretty simple list. Not a whole lot of beef to it, other than the short troopers, kind of with the extra bodies on there. And the dewback. It, it's effective. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, duh. Sorry, I didn't scroll down. And my dewback. <laughs> my number ten. That's the one that's kind of because of the point structure. You can kind of mess around with those points. And I rest he's with a the beef dewback. slab. And he's been. He's got uh, endurance and the T21, which is the range three, two. Grit two four white die gun, which I'm not normally a huge fan of, but for the dewback I am, simply because it's the cheapest gun you can bring, and it gives him a shot. And normally to get into range three for him is not a big deal because of his movements and with endurance you can you can double spur double spur and, and not have to yeah. worry about it. You're fine. So for that, I, it's the only time I like the T21 on the white die gun. I like the list. I, I do. do. Yeah. I, it's. I really do. Some I mean, I, I always worry about thumbs because you do have two emplacements in a, a creature trooper. Absolutely. I mean, but then if Iden Versio just blows everything up, do you need thumbs? Well, exactly. And don't forget, Iden has thumbs too, if you need her to. Yeah, well, she's yeah, not wasting it. actions picking stuff up. No, <laughs> but if it's a game winner, if that's what's going to determine yeah. the game for you, she, she can come in clutch at that moment, and she's fast enough that she can do that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. Because you've managed to suppress everybody with the droid, and then you somehow made it so they can't walk with the other thing she does. And, and you blew them up with that one card that gives her seven. I, I will dice. say, flying two speeder bikes, everyone's yeah. like, oh, speeder bikes. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now, ladies and gentlemen. Those speeder bikes 
finally, for the first time, they died last game, last night that I played. They both died. That was the first time in three games that I lost both units of bikes. I had lost a model. Wow. Um, However, in the first game, I think I lost a model. In the second game, I don't think I lost either one anything. Uh, And then this third game, he finally killed him. With his last shot, he killed the bike, the final bike with a pierce, and cost me that one victory point on breakthrough. (laughs) But... You know, in the old days of this game, I would have said that looks like a rainbow deck to me. Like you've you've got a, a couple of tokens all over the place, but it really isn't. I mean, it is core those three supports and your commander. Yeah. I mean, I like. Yeah, it. it's not what terrible. Once you you know, if you're most of Iden's cards are given her commands, and so you're just core. It's either going to be a core or or a support, which is sometimes mm-hmm. it's right. know, playing that game, uh, and a couple times it's backfired. I mean, no doubt. But for what it is, it's it's pretty decent control. Um, yeah, and, and you'll thin that hand out if you get, get some extra orders to throw on those shores who coordinate to the mortar. So yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's been it's been good. The bikes have been solid, even though obviously there's still you know white defense dice. They're white dice, and they they die just like the rest of them. But mm-hmm. that happens. You got to anticipate that kind of going in. But again, that's why you have to be careful with them. The big thing is, like I always say, you could take a shot for every time you hear me say it and be drunk before the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Almost as drunk as you. Oh, that's a that's a rough challenge. That's my other trick. I drank every game, but don't tell the kids that. Uh, <laughs> Avert your ears, children. That's right. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you should have covered your ears a long time ago anyway. But the other trick for the bikes is, like I always say, go slow. Only your first movement has to be speed three because it's mandatory. Everything else can be slower. It's okay. You can do. There are many times I've done speed one moves, and that's all you need. Or the other thing is go slow and be patient. There's been plenty of times where I could get a free, like this last game I played, I could have gotten some great round one shots on some Tauntauns, but then my bikes would have been lit up and died immediately and been useless. And you have to hold back. You have to have that patience to say, okay, right. they're they're going to hit later. I just have to hold on until the bikes hit. <laughs> but I want to triple and move my bikes. the other reason bikes. I like the Dewback Rider as another support Absolutely. token. Because if you want to hold the bike, you can go and just spin that on the yeah. do-back. And it can be beefy enough to take those hits if you get it out there in the middle of the wilderness. Because yeah. the bikes are going to come in and light well, up behind the, it. The do-back with endurance on it, it holds a flank by its own. Every game I've played, it's held. I've never had to worry. I just put it wherever I want. It goes there. It holds the flank. It does its thing. It Sometimes it dies. But it it does such a good job that I don't even care if it dies. Because normally it takes half the army with it. Uh, and with the breakthrough, we played breakthrough rapid, re, uh, rapid reinforcements last night. Put him in the backfield. Oh, <laughs> he just comes. First uh, first attack he got of the game, wiped a whole rebel squad instantly. Dead. Then moved on, kept, just kept trunching along, getting shots off at his snipers and, and harassing the backfield. Even if he doesn't kill something, he's harassing and he has to be taken care of. It's great. I love him. Love my back. I, I do like yeah. the list. I mean, I, I can see why yeah. it's strong. I do. Yeah. It's been good. It's been good. I won't say it's perfect, but it's it's pretty good. I've, I will think I might do some tinkering with it. Um but I, I do enjoy it. I miss having those scopes on the short troopers for sure, but that's all right. I will say for a group of nothing but Imperials and rebels, we've got a pretty interesting spread here, honestly. Um, right. We've got Krugar who I've yet to face. Uh, I'll be facing him Tuesday. So it'll be yesterday for those that are listening when this drops. Um, mm-hmm. And he's rocking seven eighty seven. It's a pretty decent bid there. Yeah. 13. 13 point bid I mean- with a Darth Vader. Yeah, so I can see that. What? So it's I see Vader, that. Vader, force push, reflexes, saber throw. 
uh, Imperial officer. Com- Commander Vader, I take it? Yes, I've assumed command- it's not marked here, but I assume Commander Vader, yeah. Uh, Imperial officer with improvised orders. Okay. Two stormtroopers with just the medical droid. A Vader short alive trooper, is, is important. Yes, a short trooper with T-21 and a mortar. Okay. Okay. A royal guard with electrostaff, tenacity, environmental gear. Standard. One sniper. And a dewback. Gasp. Okay. With endurance, comms jammer, and the T-21. So same load Love. I have plus comms jammer. Uh, which is quite nice, I think, I guess. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I kind of really like it's it. Interesting. It's I interesting. It's uh, interesting. We will see. Uh, I'll be curious to see how Vader goes with all that extra health coming at him from the medical droids. I don't know. I don't know what my strategy is going to be. I guess I can say it because I've already played him. I, I think my strategy is going to be to go for Vader. But it's going to be hard to whittle him down. So I almost wonder, do I just look at everything else and just stay away from Vader? <laughs> uh, which um, I think might be more tempting for me to go after the Dubak. You... I think you go after the medic droids and then Vader. I think I agree with that. Um, honestly, I think you're absolutely be- right. Because the, the medic droids are actually going to be affected by your suppression and any damage yes. you do to Vader will just get medicked away anyway. Correct. Um, right. Correct. So, and my list is such yeah. that no one other than Iden, no one has to be really super close. So it's not like, like right. we can kind of almost kite Vader depending on the victory conditions, but we'll see. I'll yeah. And you, curious. you may be tempted to take Iden in, in sniper mode. Uh, with this matchup, uh, I don't have just because that. that is her card not double sided. No with loadout. You must choose. Well, with loadout, you can choose which loadout. Yeah, but then I'm locked in for the rest of the game. I, I, I don't have that on my loadout. I don't care about her sniper. I'm only taking her repeater. Interesting. Why? Uh, I don't. It, it is a ton of dice. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I care. Repeater. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking that. No, repeater. but why is it? Why is it not in your loadout though? Because I just. That's. I. I know myself. I'm never going to play that. That's not my strategy. It's not for this list, at least. Okay. For a different list, sure, but not for this. Is one. there anything else in that spot, though? You just uh, left her repeater. Okay. Just her repeater. Yeah. <laughs> do you not know how loadout works, Tim? <laughs> I do, but I, I I just don't care. Like I just didn't put it. He in didn't there. want okay. to tempt himself with the other. Yeah. This seems like a pretty pretty good time to to have it. Anyway, that's just so, me, I suppose. Floor. So then we have uh, Floor of the Dwarf, who I uh, just played last night. He is mm-hmm. seven ninety four. He's got Cassian. Hunter, O-Push, Environmental Gear, and the Sniper, which, of course, is yep. double-sided, so you can flip it around. Uh, his loadout also had Overwatch and Duck and Cover. Uh, I don't believe he took that. I could be wrong. I don't think he sure. took that. Um, uh, but he's got K2SO, just with Jin's Blaster, nothing else on him. Three Naked Rebel Troopers, three Snipers, and three Tauntauns, two, yep. of, which, two of which had Comms Jammer. And one of them have an HQ uplink. All of HQ, them had yep. uh, tenacity. Now, interestingly, we forgot comms jammer in our game. We both forgot it. And by the time we caught it, it was way too late in game state. So I do, I regret that, but I genuinely, it's, he did uh, use his wild card on that. So I, when I looked at his list, when it first started, I didn't think about that. And so then after the fact, we're like, oh, 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 that's right. You changed that. And I think he forgot he changed it too, but it was a sad day. Uh, would it have made a difference do you think uh, maybe in the grand scheme of things maybe but for the round that we caught it on probably not honestly I don't think it it would have changed who activated first but he was already engaged with Aiden it was already done um, see comms jammer uh, ion and then anything with some kind of fire yeah. spray that terrifies me sure. as, as a, as a <laughs> yeah. like it is it is super I, 
there's a lot of weakness yeah. in that. And I know Will and I have fought over this conversation before. It's a pretty heavy weakness on top of the AI weakness. Yeah, right. Just let it happen. I mean, AI is not that much of a weakness. Like, you got pretty solid bag control. You'd be all right. You'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, until we start mixing in all the other things. Well, but don't. I, yes, it's a concern that I have. I mean, <laughs> so, just don't. It's a concern that I have. The first <laughs> list I, I played against, which this is a quick one because it's a pretty simple list, but I like it, is, again, Cassian, same exact thing as before. Uh, Sabine with offensive push, grappling line, recon intel, and dark saber. K two S O with a comms jammer and his gin blaster. Rebel trooper, rebel trooper, rebel trooper. Two of which had recon. Three snipers, and two ATRTs with rotaries. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Love it. It it feels like K two is gonna walk into a crowd and be like, "Go ahead and cry for help." They can't. So also also of note was his bid, Madman Rambler's bid there was seven seventy six. So he had a jeez ow gross bid. That was just oh, yeah. And and to kind of to talk about these bids, I do think this is like there are two fourteen point bids in my pod, which I can't wait to watch them play. I just yeah. want to like stream the the turn zero roll off and then like deuces out um just like how'd that go for y'all um because i think it's a knee-jerk reaction i think it will normalize uh, a little bit lower i think it will be higher than it was before yeah um but some yeah. of these bids are are humongous yeah i think this is experimentation time for a lot of yeah. people yeah yeah um Absolutely. the next one i already talked about this one a whole lot so i'm not going to talk about it um but it's basically it's Messmore, who i my second game veers bosk three storms with hh and then three Imperial Guard uh, Delicious. with Electro Staff, Tenacity, <laughs> E-Gear. And one of them had a smoke grenade, which never mattered. But it was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was neat. Uh, he said he took it halfway to see if it was worth anything and halfway for right. the memes. So he's like, all right, let's try it. I want to like the smoke grenade. I just yeah, can't. Same here. I, I same get here. it. I just, it's okay. Uh, yeah, it's okay. The only it's place okay. that I like the smoke grenade is the free one you get with R2's 3-Pip. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but then you yeah. have to bring R2-3 fit. So. Uh, Sometimes it's okay on Rex. Sure. Yeah. And then my last one is Strutter, who we will probably be playing in a couple weeks. He's got Krennic, Iden, Shore, Shore, Mortar, Mortar, DLT Stormtrooper, which I've not seen in a dog's age. So that's good to see. Just brings it back. Death Trooper and Triple Sniper. I'm actually scared of this list for my list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should be, actually. It's yeah. my only yeah, other Iden be. in here. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. So he, I actually, my, yeah. my hot take here, I think, with all due respect to Krugar, I think I can pull out a victory there, at least on victory points, if I can't kill everything. Um, I think Strutter's going to get me. I think I'm the, I think he's going to be the list that'll put me down. So you're, you're, you're predicting a 4-1 finish? I'm predicting a 4-1 an, finish. And, and... Who... Advancement. All right. Yeah. What sort of backwards right. world do we live in? With respect, yeah, I know, right? With respect to Krugar. I mean, I could be wrong. We just keep getting worse. This is the darkest timeline. I, I could ago, be wrong. Maybe Krugar's going to wipe like, the floor with me. Maybe your Vader will just tickle still, my. Still, you're already three zero, so we know it's the it's the darkest timeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carol Baskin walks the earth of free woman, and Tim is winning four games. I am. I am her legion entity. Because <laughs> Tim is our Carol Baskins. Oh, hey, they're all you legion cats and kittens. Oh. Hey there, all you do-backs and tauntauns. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? What are you bringing? Ryan, what are you bringing to this this shindig? So I, I talked about it briefly, um, and I thought about changing some things based on, because 
For those of you that aren't in the know, the way Invader League works is we get to see our group, as far as the faction breakdown goes, who's registered as, as what faction before our lists are required to be submitted. And I thought real long and real hard. I went on air last episode saying I'm going to run K2. I'm going to run Cassian, Jin, and R2 and just, and just give it a go. Sure. But I get dropped into a group that is one Republic player, three Rebel players, and two CIS players. And if you know anything about the local Knoxville scene, and really in, in a large degree the tournament scene at, at large at bigger events, is there's a lot of Imperials. And I figured with uh, Iden being legal in this, it was just going to be Imperials as far as the eye can see. And so the list I've been, I've been practicing with, you know, Cassian and a couple snipers and, and some Rebel Vets and the shotgun guys, it's kind of designed to tackle to tackle that problem. Like... You know, I obviously don't know, but I would think just list matchup wise, things like what Tim is running is kind of what I planned and teched for. And I think I would have just as an archetype wide a pretty good chance against it. Maybe not. We'd have to play it out. So I need you people um, to defeat him so he doesn't have to face me. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, would you fa- say that's a fair assessment? Just yeah. list on list. Oh, yeah, Tim? absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm now in a group with one Republic player and a bunch of white saves. <laughs> and I'm like, do I just change everything, take my loss and bring some flamethrowers and see what I can do. Mm. Um, but instead I said, no, I'm going to stick to what I've been practicing because flamers are going to die to tawns. Flamers are going to die to op Luke's like the, the other weird stuff that, that rebel players can bring. And I have like rebel versus rebel is the matchup that I have the least amount of practice with. And rebel versus CIS is probably the second most unpracticed matchup I have. I get there's in East Tennessee. There's a lot of Imperial players and there's a lot of clone players. Um, hey, Landon and I count. <laughs> Do you? I mean, <laughs> Do you? Yeah, no, Landon. Landon well, gives me good yeah. practice games. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. And it was because I can't <laughs> yeah, make it up yeah. to b- before the COVID. I couldn't make it out to a normal gaming night before seven. And o'clock. unlike it's, I've been six months. And unlike so. me and Brett, uh, me and you never really pair at tournaments, Ben. We don't. Um, it's either because you're running one because you know you stole your victories in other places, mm-hmm. or where at events where we, you and I don't get pegged. Yeah, together. I, I mean, uh, I travel. I, pl- I play Brett I play every Tim, time. Yeah. I played Scott. <laughs> I played Landon. I played Will a couple times in tournaments. Yeah, I don't match yeah. up with you when we travel. So and so, I decided I decided to stick with my guns, and and this is this is pretty <laughs> well rounded, and I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. And then list day comes and i'm in group 12 uh dark darkling is is judging um he's a he's a good friend we hung out a little bit at lvo and oh my god are these lists weird like the meta game doesn't exist at all cool there is no meta so the the first list in my pod is finger guns at 800 points and i have a five point bid and it's pretty much an exact mirror of my list, except he turns uh, Jin into a generic officer and gets an extra sniper squad. So it's Cassian Rebel Officer, K2, R2 without 3PO, two vets, two Mark IIs, two Rebel Troopers with the DLT, and three snipers. So I'm actually down an activation, but I'm up a Jin. So okay. uh, it's a weird list. Um, and I don't think, I mean, I'll be able to push the blue player advantage on deployments, but I can't really push the blue player advantage on objectives because we probably want the same objectives. Um, mm-hmm. uh, list number two is uh, Trauma Dog, and he's running a huge 14-point bid as Rebels with a Ooh. Rebel Officer, Chewbacca, 
Luke Operative, Double Rotary RTs, Double Sniper Strike Team, two Rebel Troopers with R5s, and a Rebel Trooper with a Medic. So just three core. That's... And I have no idea how to tech against. I have no idea That's, how to play against that. I don't know that. what you do like, against that, honestly. Like, what, how, <laughs> yeah, how it's weird. I've that? never seen anything like it, and I cannot wait to play it. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I'm just really excited. I mean, if if the RTs live long enough, that's going to be horrible. Yeah. Because you don't currently have the – other than K2. Yeah. K, K2 can probably help you out there. Um, but you, I mean, yeah, the RTs I'm not, I'm not super scared of uh, because I think Rebels are pretty solid against RTs because it's low dice pools. It's – that I can, as long as he's not rolling all surges, all crits, I can use my dodge tokens and my cover and my my shenanigans to get out of. Um, but the lists they get they get stranger. So then we have uh, we have Captain Cook, our Republic player, who's running Obi Wan Padme R two for double secret mission. Lovely. Uh, okay. Two phase ones, two phase twos, a full arc and an arc strike team at nine activations. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it's 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 all different stuff. Like if you would have pegged me for like what I thought I was gonna play against, it's definitely not any of this. Uh, then we gonna be Padme interesting. Intrigues me. Yeah, because I mean, Padme can easily be a person who sits in the back and just hands out. Right. Mm-hmm. right, right, right. Or Padme can go grab that secret mission. I'm, like, right, I'm R2, guessing. I'll, I'll over there, I'm guessing it's gonna be double secret mission. Um, we'll know by the time this podcast airs because my game for for that is scheduled tomorrow. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, then I'm playing BG Moore, who I got to play back in the Avon Base Team League. Um, he's very good. <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. Very, very um, good player. And uh, he's running, once again, a very strange list. Uh, no, I shouldn't say a super strange list. Something I haven't played against. It's Grievous, some B2s, four B1s, or actually five B1s, and then an AAT. And not Ooh. just an AAT. Okay. An AAT with Lock Durd. Armor piercing shells and high energy shells. Ooh. So the sh- the so shells I played something similar. The to shells that, will except keep. I didn't have the high energy shells, well, the shells are like going to keep I mean, uh, keep refreshing themselves on this turn when he shoots the right. other shell. Yeah, so, you shoot each yeah. other every yeah. other turn. Pew, yeah. Pew, no, I, I like it. I do. I think if I can get huh. Grievous in a decent amount of time, I'll be okay. Um, because the tank, I'm just going to have to hide from. I have no real way of dealing with it. Um, and everything else. So it'll be it'll be an interesting game that I think comes down to how long Grievous can be alive. Which which map do you play him on? Do you know? I would have to pull up the Invader League website and, and look it up. I'll be honest, that that thing is so big, depending <laughs> on the map, yeah. you may never see his backside. Yeah. Oh, I would oh, absolutely. Yeah. Place yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, granted, I've got some decent impact in my list because I'm running two SX cannons, but that requires me to get to range two. Um, yeah. Good luck on that. <laughs> But then I think I'm playing against Art, who has the strangest list. And hold on to your butt, Ben. Count Dooku. Okay. Force choke, push, saber throw, aggressive. Solid. Solid right. Dooku. Saber throw. Okay. Battle droids with just an HQ uplink. Six dudes with a, with a, with a backpack. Five E5C trooper battle droid squads. Okay. Triple BX full teams. With okay. comms jammers, vibro swords, and tenacity. <laughs> Ooh, in- interesting. 
interesting. I this love is going to be the spiciest turn two as he closes the distance, um, and I see how many battle droids I can kill beer BX droids before before he gets I'm to me. To find the, where I gotta, I'm trying to figure out the points. It's 800 points exactly. Oh, okay. Or they're lying to me, and it's an illegal list, which you know I'm kind of scared of it, so I'm fine with that too. Um, <laughs> but Dooku's big problem is a lot of times he's the scariest, most immediate threat on the table, and he's super terrible mm-hmm. until he gets there, and then he's just not, and he's incredible. He's shot to pieces. Um, <laughs> but when I've got three melee comms jammer commando droids running at me with Scout Three and Scale, yeah. Yeah. like that's going to buy Dooku the time he needs to get where he needs to go. I'm feeling a little okay against it because I will have the Pierce. Granted, he's got impervious, but I'm a very good... My list is very good at that short-range skirmish. Uh, that range two to one. So depending on what he can scale and what he can hide, if I can if I can catch him out in the open for a turn, I have enough Pierce and enough, enough short-range dice that I might be able to... So I probably won't get all three of them, but if I can pick like one and a half of them up before they come crashing into me, I'll be in good shape. But uh, it's 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 a weird pot. It's not what I thought it would be at all. Um, there's there's like I said, there's no items because there's no Imperial players. <laughs> there is one Op Luke, but it's like Op Luke Chewy Arties. So not what I thought I would see. There's no Leia's. There's no Wonder Twins. There's no Sabine. You have two generic Rebel commanders in that. Yeah, list. yeah. That's it. Huh. So I really don't have any solid predictions on which way this would this will go, um, because I don't have a lot of experience against anything like any of these lists. <laughs> That's part of why we I, sign up for this. Yeah, right. and I don't th- I don't yeah, think any of us awesome. here do. <laughs> That's right. No, I yeah. Some of this not against stuff I, like that. No. Yeah. And and we've talked about this before, but I kind of like the Invader League. And yeah. I like the the Team League because it forces us outside our comfort mm-hmm. zones. Yeah, it definitely does. Legion for us is a. I mean, we don't have a small community, but it's small enough that you kind of know what the other guys playing mm-hmm. and what they're they're going to try that day, or if you want to try to do some little wonky. So you see the the, the unexpected, the diversity, the diversity. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so if and when I wild card here, it's going to be very strange to try to figure out what I do because none of it's none of it's normal. Well, it's kind of funny you mentioned that grievous list because mm-hmm. I chose to do something very. similar You mean the, to the that. Dooku list? Uh, yeah, the Dooku list. I, I chose something very similar, but I went with grievous because I don't trust myself with Dooku. Yet. <laughs> You're afraid. I, I am afraid of him. I am, I, and because his threat level is so high, right. I don't know that he can survive the shots before he gets there. That's my biggest hang up with him. I, I'm afraid I would hang him out to dry. Where grievous, as we know, can hang out to dry for a yeah. while and live through. I it. think with esteem, he'd be okay. Um, but go for it. What you got? So I've got General Grievous, Esteemed Leader, Strict Orders, Annihilator. I have got the B1 Battle Droid uh, with the Extra Trooper and the uh, the Scout Droid and HQ Uplink. I got two of those. I've got four of the B1s with the extra the Scout and the Extra Bodies, and I'm running three Commando groups full with Vibro Swords. <laughs> but no, where's your Tenacity and Comms Jammers? Yeah, yeah. I do not have Tenacity and Comms <laughs> Com Jammers. That's why I are... the points. Amazing. It's because I've got the HQ yeah. up. Yeah, it's because yeah. HQ's up real there. quick. They really do. Um, and the Annihilator is 12 points. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, but Duke is more expensive too. I'm, I'm going to have to look at that. He had list. one less special I've also got I've also got fuller bodies. Yeah. I've got fuller bodies mm-hmm. in, in, my, yeah. in my grouping here. And I think my plan with this is to pull Grievous and his commando droids kind of side by side and rush in while the other guys are shooting from behind them. Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of, you know, suppressing fire. So, how does your, and how does then, your group look? Are, are there some other short range skirmishy lists that, that that's going to be a favorable matchup for? Now, my pod, you know, Will's in my pod, and so Will, what are you running? And then we'll talk about our pod together. What, what, what do we have to face? Because we're bros, we know each other. Yes, bros. 
but yeah, I'm running something similar to what I talked about in Ryan and I's bat rep. What was that? Like an hour ago. Um, yep. uh, <laughs> it is the double commander and R2D2 fun time Republic list. Uh, then I've got all phase ones. I've got five of them with a Ooh, mix of special weapons. Yeah. I just needed those points to get up to nine activations with two commanders. Obi-Wan is so expansive. Yes. So I've got two Z6s, a shotgun, and a rocket, and then a naked phase one. And then I'm rocking the full arc team with a sniper. Those things are super spooky. I do like it. Mm-hmm. I, they're super yeah, spooky. They that are. tactical one. Mm-hmm. If that team is the moving towards you. The best snipers in the game. I'm scared. Terrifying. Yep. Mm-hmm. And rather than just have them on the flanks giving themselves their little aim tokens, I was like, what if they were doing that in the middle of everything? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Obi-Wan was guarding them. Mm-hmm. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, points are at 798, which beats two lists in my pod somehow. I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> And then yeah, let's let's talk about these listener pod, it's, Ben. It's something. It's something. So the biggest bid, which I was shocked because we, we talked about them going mm-hmm. high, but I was expecting an eleven point bid. Um, this is a uh, Bobette, and he's got a Rebel officer, Luke Skywalker operative, uh, Force push, Jedi mind trick, saber throw. I love it. R two D two, Rebel trooper, Rebel trooper, Rebel trooper. I don't think there's anything else on. No, it. they're just, just that. Just four dudes. Just three Rebel commando strike teams with snipers. Mm-hmm. Two ATRTs with rotary blaster and 1.4 FD laser cannons. Yes, a gun. in a fire. Cowabunga it is. Pizza gun's actually kind of a nice pairing I found with Op Luke. Because you just kind of point it at the direction that Luke's going to need cover. And if people want to challenge your Luke approach, you're just like, well, then you're going to get shot with a pizza gun. Oh, no, it's very good. I just hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Special delivery, death. And I know it's because rebels have more heroes than the rest of us do, so that rebel officer makes sense. It is an interesting list. Yeah, like there's a is. lot of small group teams there. Um, as activations, there are they're there, but it's it, I'm, I'm going to be one it, very interested to see it, what what his uh, the battle deck looks. Yeah. like. Yeah, I actually think that's a really good matchup for you, Ben, and I think that's probably a really mm-hmm. poor matchup for Will. Uh the Pierce because the, well. The the Pierce, and then I think Obi-Wan Commander Luke, it can come down to some dice and some priority and some command card play, but I think probably seven out of ten times, Op Luke will kill Obi-Wan, and then you don't have a lot left to deal with Op Luke in your list, because right. Rex is going to get one shot. Happening. Yeah, sure. Uh, your arcs are going to get one or two shot. Um but I think having all the Vibro Swords plus Grievous is going to give Luke a, a touch of pause. Yeah. No, I mean, my plan for Luke I, is just catching him out. Yeah, yeah. Or force pushing him out. <laughs> and then, and I will say, because uh, your uh, coordinated fire, I mean, your fire support. Yeah. That's going to get real gross with those small bodies. I mean, that's only two in each of the strike teams. There's six grand total there and three four-man rebel trooper groups. Well, the problem is four-man rebel I mean, trooper groups, I wouldn't, I would feel like fire supporting them would be a waste almost. Like, I could just kill them with shots. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that you'd fire support on the bigger targets, right. and then once they're dead, you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, like four like black dice coming at me from them and... is, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, honestly. But they're there so for that one, I was like, conditions and objectives and stuff like that. That's true. That's true. So the next Rebel list, also sporting a very impressive 10-point bid here. Cassie and Andor. Yes. Um, with all the things, because, you know, loaded. Yeah, you, you can just take the stuff. The stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming this is Luke Skywalker operating. No, that is Commander. Is that he commander? has E-Stims. Really? Oh, he does have E-Stims. And he's got two yeah. operatives, so I hope it's not operative, Luke. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> He's got K2, SO4, SO, and ES Chewbacca. Yep. Yes. Ooh. Rebel Trooper with a medical, then Naked Reb, Naked Reb, Naked Reb, and three snipers. Watch out for Blood. that common cause, yo. <laughs> I mean, that is two... That's two beefy dudes standing next to Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. and Cassian, depending on where you put them. Mm-hmm. And that's going to... And if, when Chewbacca dies, you just throw out K2's sacrifice and you have another turn of Guardian to get Luke to his destination? If he's not there by then... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, you can fire support Chewbacca in, in one hit, Will. Like, yeah. Um, I could. He's, he's just a bullet sponge. He's a valuable bullet sponge, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's a, a pretty pretty well insured way to get Luke where he needs to go to to cut everyone up into tiny little bits. Um, but you pay the tax yeah, that it's, it's Commander I'm, Luke instead of right OP Luke. I do wonder about that one. That one that one has me a little scared. It's just a lot of health and it's a lot in single bodies, right? With a lot of little little snipery things on the side. So I like it. Yeah, so we've got those two rebels, and then for the Imperials, because our group has one of at least one of each faction. We've got the full. Full rainbow there. Yeah, we've got two Rebs, yeah, two CIS, uh, one clone, and one Imperial. And our Imperial player, Garandan, he's rocking Krennic Bosk. Yes. Triple okay. Shore, Triple Mortar. Gross. Standard That's probably there. the most meta thing we've we've seen so far. Then he's got Death Troopers with their goodies. Yep. And a group of Royal Guards with the Electro Staff, bro. Okay. A little bit of okay. melee defense in there. I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. To deal with to deal with your Lukes, to deal with your Obi-Wans, whatever whatever it happens to be. With your grievances. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's stacked. It's... I mean, <laughs> it's that Empire plug and play, like... Yeah. What if I just put everything that was really efficient in a list What together? if I just took this awesome 700-ish, 680-point six, list that is... Krennic, Bosk, Death Trooper, Shores, and Mortars, and then everyone gets to add their 115 points that they want to it. Whether yeah. that's another set of Death Troopers or Guards or some some bikes or a Dubak or whatever you want it to be. Imperials, um, you get one choice. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's and I do like it because it's going to shoot at everything mm-hmm. at range four. I don't like, like it. Like <laughs> I like it if I were I playing like it. it. Yes, I mean, nice. I don't want to play against it. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. I mean, <laughs> it's uh yeah there's a lot of stuff i mean it's a lot of yeah, it, yeah will and i have got a rainbow yeah. group mm-hmm. to deal with yeah. and i and i i the more and more i look at the more, and more i evaluate is my list going to be okay <laughs> here's the other cis player 794 grievous strict orders aggressive endurance annihilator okay. b2 with the uh, acm trooper so that's the rocket boys right b1's uh e5 extra body security droid neat mm-hmm. nice uh, B1, uh, E5, uh, extra body HQ, then B1s with extra bodies, and an AAT, <laughs> Trade Federation Battle Tank, with locked dirt, armor-piercing shells, high-energy shells. Yeah, it's basically Ooh. the list Ryan talked about in his mm-hmm. group. Yeah. But yeah, with like that it. security droid, woo. Ooh. Yeah. For flavor. I, for, for the flavor. I, I, I mean, I, I like it. It's interesting. If you need that that time where that thing has to happen, and this is the this is the right, moment. right. Like these are these are these are hero troopers. Hero droids are going to go. They're going to be like a normal unit. <laughs> <laughs> so from my standpoint, the uh, that's a lot of red dice coming from that tank, but it's only going to do it twice mm-hmm. a turn. Um, or maybe it's going to try to get his way to get in there, trying to get the the, the right ranges. But it's, it's harder to do than you would expect with those missiles. Yeah. So yeah. I. Honestly, I think I kind of ignore it. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I think it depends on the map. What? Um, <laughs> you either you either ignore it or you or you can't because there's a big firing lane where the fight is going to happen. It just sits there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you can if you can force a fight where it has to kind of maneuver around, I think you'll be okay to ignore it. 
Um, but since you have to close a distance, there's a there's a point where you're gonna have to run across the, the street, run across the, the alleyway or whatever. You may you may have to, who knows. But if you can close to melee with your four big activations, I think you'll win. Um so if you haven't been taking a look at our Instagram, Will is once again painting all of my things. <laughs> new ones. Um, I, yeah, they're new ones. They're new things. I actually just handed him a box of Rebel things I've been meaning to get to and just have Just before everyone thinks it's um, taken me six weeks on the same project. Right. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Will just keeps handing, you know, taking off new models from I, me. I deliver, and um, then he's like, oh, well, you should probably take this, that, this, and this, and uh, paint it like this. <laughs> <laughs> It's Will Does Good Heroes. So if you go look at the Instagram right now, I just posted my uh, <laughs> uh, the Darth Jar Jar uh, that I bought from Skullforge a while back. He's been sitting around waiting for me to paint him, and I just knew I wasn't going to get to I would him. like to apologize on just to the Legion community at large <laughs> for creating it. But I think I did well with it. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I gave Will my Sabine. He's going to be painting that relatively soon. Uh, there's just a skill level I don't have. Right. I'll just be honest. That's why I gave Will, Will my Sabine. Yeah. Um, I did go back and start painting uh, a group of Pathfinders I never painted. And I'm also painting uh, some my Rebel Trooper leaders because I used some IA minis for a long time. And if we ever get back to real life ones, I probably need to go ahead and have my backups ready for it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. So I've, I've been I've been painting myself a little bit. It's downstairs. And I'll post photos of that on the Instagram at SWStabCast. Check it out. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And give us a rating on whatever your listening platform is of choice. Always helps us out. Get more views so more people can be, you know, bored, bored of us, bored yeah. with our voices, yeah. elated with our <laughs> thrilling reports of everything we do with our lives. Ah, uh, uh, yes. You can also find us, especially in this uh, tense invader season. You can find us on the Legion Discord. We are at Stabcast wherever. Although currently on the Discord, I think my name was changed by Thrawn uh, to Cinderella Story Hannon. So. I did not change that myself. Uh, let me let me see if that is still the case. I can tell. You. Yes, Cinderella Story Hannon right now. Hashtag Cinderella Story Hannon. So that is currently my my, my thing until I get defeated, and uh, I will then shame whoever defeats me into saying you've ruined the story. So maybe well maybe we'll we'll change the title at that point. But <laughs> but we are all in Discord. Yes, at Stabcast, mm-hmm. whichever whichever name. Yep. If you want to help support the show, you can go to our shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast. Uh, or if you want to send us a line, send us some uh, a nice little email with thoughts, critiques, criticisms, show topics, things you want us to discuss, whatever. We also want to know where you used to play before pandemic time, uh, <laughs> your your hobby stores. Uh, this is a segment I'm going to really want to ramp up once the everything kind of starts to to normalize, you know, three years from now. Uh, right. So we can help connect yeah. gamers with each other once again. <laughs> uh, and we actually had a, a listener reach out, probably the furthest reach that we've gotten so far um, from uh, from the Netherlands. Um, uh, I am so sorry for what's about to happen, but did we did we decide it was it was Matjes Matjes Matjes? I sent you a YouTube video, but it was been three. Yes, hours yeah, I um, can't see sure. the name. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Uh, but he reached out to us. He plays um, in Rotterdam in the Hague on Thursdays and or Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, and they also have a YouTube channel, Tabletop Kingdom, that you can check out. They do some some painting videos, some live plays, uh, stuff like that. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. And uh, you should, if you're in the Netherlands, go go play some Legion whenever. Uh, go, go play Legion kinda, in the kinda... Hague. My God, like who? Don't pass yeah. up that opportunity. That's sweet. Yeah. That's a, what a so, great uh, yeah. I do sometimes feel really jealous of the European community yeah. mm-hmm. because when you're allowed to play out in the open, 
like for us to take a four hour trip, that's nothing. We'll take four hours yeah. to do, yeah. to do right. anything. And so you could be in all the capitals of Europe within about yeah, that same exactly. time. Right. Yeah. And play games in all yeah. sorts of different countries. It'd be fantastic. I'm just going to hop over to Germany real quick. Yeah. Like that's so strange. Yeah. But cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so go check his stuff out. The news. Oh boy. The news. The news. There the is news. No news. Everything is broken. There's a, there's a sprinkling of news. There's a sprinkling. Yeah, there's, there's not a, there's not much news. A slight, it's yeah, something, but it's I not official. Right. Uh, it's official. It is a leak of upcoming products, so those are always fun. Uh, it's mostly X-Wing and some Crisis Protocol, but there was one mention for a Legion product called Anakin Skywalker, and yes. it's a Commander expansion. I'm shocked. Sounds lame. I'm yeah, shocked. I'm not sure yeah, who that guy it's is. The, the expansion we all knew was coming. Yeah. So. But uh, no mention of any droid counterpart for that release. So it's uh, hopefully it's, it's another twenty point commander. Ten bucks. Yep. Hot hot take. Son of a hot bitch. take. What commander is it? Go. Uh, spider friend. Okay, General Trench. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one hundred point tactical droid. Uh, hold on. I think it's Asajj, who's also going to have covert ops, and so you can choose if she's operative or commander. Bada bing. That's like the. Ooh. Best good opinion you've ever had on this show. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's, yeah. I'm thinking at least in terms now. Don't slow me down. Hashtag po- don't ruin I'm gonna, the story. I'm going to go don't Pogo the Lesser just to be now. different. I think it will be Trench, but I'm going to I'm going to guess Pogo the Lesser. Pogo the Lesser. Oh. Interesting. If we get Pogo, we're going to What a, a weird combo <laughs> against yeah. Anakin. Yeah. Like, here's Anakin's combo. Yeah, Anakin versus Pogo. <laughs> yeah, the, the lineup is going to be odd either way, except Sorry. maybe Asajj would make sense. But yeah. Maybe Asajj. Yeah. I mean, the other one is, is do we get... I know, try not to cry, Ben. It could, is it Sidious? Do we get Palpatine Ray. in... Oh. in do, we get, do we get Sidious in in, uh, in robot faction? Where he does kind of similar things. Can you release, yeah. can you release I, Palpatine for... For uh, the Gar, and then also Sidious as a as a joint release. <laughs> he's a he's a fifty point support model for Gar, and he's a two hundred and twenty point powerhouse for the CIS. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds, that sounds about what it was, what it would cost me. Yep. Just so just so that you could have <laughs> Palpatine and uh, Padme and R two D two and fourteen other people, and then right <laughs> the Republic. I mean, Party. I talked about it. I'm gonna have to try to run like. Anakin, Ahsoka, Rex. As soon as we get Ahsoka and Anakin, oh, absolutely, and R two D two, absolutely, you are. So we uh, we made some predictions on our groups, and I know myself personally, and I think Ben and Will can say the same. We are not super plugged into the Discord TTS community. Amateurs. Uh, Tim is. Yeah, I'm Tim a is. Um, because people who meet him in real life don't want to be his friends. So he has to go to the internet. (laughs) It's not for a lack of love of Discord. I do like Discord. And I like what they do in TTS. I just have not had that much time to play. Yeah, Yeah. Ben's busy. I'm lazy. You know. Yeah. (laughs) And we've been... We're spoiled before the pandemic that we could get a game in almost any day of the week. Sure. We had a good uh, At our local store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I don't know a lot of the players in our pods. I was lucky enough uh, in my pod that I have streamed part of, I want to say, Captain Cook's games, and then me and BG uh, got to play previously. But a lot of these people, I just have no idea who they are. So we reached out to some some friends in the community, and we asked them to to do a little little odds making, uh, people who are maybe more in touch with the TTS community, on where they think we are going to do in the... uh, in the Invader League and, and how who will get out of our groups and and all that. So uh, we're going to take a, a listen through some of our, our fine colleagues in, in Legiondom. All right. 
This is Talk Polite or LJ Pena, depending on how you know me. Coming to you with some bracket predictions for the Stabcast here. Let's go ahead, grab a pack of hot dogs because it's time to get this roast going. Looking at the groups right now, we'll start reverse order at good old number 22. That one is lucky enough to have two members of the Stabcast who are both playing some of the newer factions. Uh, I'd say because the system loves to put stab cast members together. Uh, it's really kind of a kind of a hoax that they've put together to make sure that at least one of them has a chance of making it into the top spots. But you know, given uh, what we're working with here, I'd say that you know maybe maybe we'll get lucky and one of them will make it out. Um, but that's just a prediction, I suppose, and we won't spend too much time on that. Uh, we're gonna go ahead though and move it to twelve, where Ryan is located um i was looking at this and i was like you know i think ryan's got a pretty good shot of getting out of here but i saw that um there were no imperials here and and that's why that they he he paid off theron and there were no imperials in his group so i i'd give him a, about a 70 percent chance of advancing because his natural enemy uh was not included in this group and he'll he'll snake himself out in the second spot out of the uh out of there so you know so far two stab cast members advancing pretty good odds so far um moving it on to the the hero of the group tim and i say that lightly but at this point he's won two of his uh five games which is impressive most impressive in fact but that's the thing i'm here to see the invader league if i wanted to watch soccer i'd go watch the liga or something like that and here's this man with his two w's and his zero victory points claiming to be some Cinderella, but he can't even provide entertaining Legion content here with a zero VP. In fact, I said in the Discord, it's highly likely he's going to go surprise us and go 5-0 and and still somehow have zero victory points and be the first person in the Invader League history to do that. And then last but not least, my favorite of this group of people, the enemy of the podcast, located in group number 15, Barur grabbing the grand army of the republic he's already in first place if you look at his bracket right now don't look at the fact that nobody else has won or lost a game he's in rank number one and you can see it you should save that picture right now because that's probably the last time you're going to see him in it but that's okay he's got the one the only mainolt in there the real gar player i know him from last season he was in my group and he's going to show you how to love good luck gentlemen it's going to be a long season but at the end of the day, I'm sure maybe one of you will break the top three out of all 196. Maybe. Just maybe one of you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, an update, looking at, this, looking at this right now, Brett is 1-0. and oh. Ooh. Now, there are also two other 1-0s in his, in his <laughs> bracket. But still, he has three victory points, so he's sitting pretty. He's not, not hurting. Not yet. It's a lot of hate. A lot of hate for the man who was our first guest on this podcast. That's right. That's all I'm saying. A lot of hate. That's why we don't let uh, strangers on the board. Yeah, that's but that's he's also true. he's also correct. So <laughs> he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, that's, that's where you want to yeah. go. I mean, technically, yeah, as a man who knows his business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Start the next one. <laughs> hey there, everyone. Zach here from the Fifth Trooper Network and tournament organizer of Invader League Season Five. I was told there would be food and beverages, but it turns out you need to be a real podcast to afford those things. At least that's what Jay tells me. As a sports fan, I'd like to say I'm familiar with odds and picking horses that have absolutely no chance of winning a thing. 
So what a great combination here. Ryan in Group 12 does seem to have a pretty good chance of coming out this season. However, I'm just saying that to piss off Tim. Also, Ryan gets to do what he does best, and that's play Legion without shoes, which is probably illegal in 49 out of 50 states, but Tennessee is a redneck state, and that makes a lot of sense. Speaking of red, how about the Legion ginger we love to hate, Tim? He, looking at his group, I'm not even looking at it. He stands no chance. He's going to bring some 800-point list that makes no sense, and he's going to say to himself, why did I do this? I could have been playing Animal Crossing. However, buddy, I do hope you hope stream some games for me, because, you know, streaming games is great for Legion. The redheaded stepchild of Stabcast is also the redheaded stepchild of Invader League. But at least he has hair, right, Ben? Oh, Ben, somehow he has landed in a group with the only Stabcast member he can probably beat. 23 United States groups, and they end up together. Of course, the only reason why Ben can even beat Will is because Will took a one-year hiatus from the game. Now, Will would probably have more of a chance if this was a painting competition because he would actually have four entries thanks to these lazy assholes because they don't paint their own armies. But, alas, this is an online competition and there is no painting comp. That Speaking of things, though, how about Brett, Season 5 champion of Invader League? I know what you're asking yourself at home. Isn't this Season 5? How did someone win Season 5 already? That doesn't make any sense. Well, yes, it does, because I'm the tournament organizer, and I said so. Brett, congratulations. You just won Invader League Season 5. My final predictions is going to be Ryan goes to single eliminations with a 4-1 record. Tim lives up to the hype and goes 0-5. Ben goes 3-2 with droids. Will goes 3-2 with the Republic. Brett goes undefeated all the way through and wins the entire thing. Anyways, thanks for your second place donation to the league. At least we know it's safe and sound from being won by anyone related to the Stabcast. Thank you. That's probably true. That's yeah, probably true. That's accurate. But also, your comments aged like an old gym sock. Get wrecked. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's because no one expected Tim to go that well. Including so that's Tim. That's right, right for no replying one early. The Spanish Inquisition. That's right. <laughs> Including yeah. me. See if we have that guy back on the show. I, he did say I'd make it out, so he's all right. He can come back. <laughs> I mean... I, this is this is our second one, but there's a lot of love for Brett. Yeah, yeah. the enemy of the yeah. dangerous for a guy who's never actually been on this show, and I think yeah. only we, been to one big convention. Have we endeared him to the people with our badgering of him? I think it people hate us so much that they have to love him because we hate him. Oh, <laughs> the, the enemy of my enemy is my. We'll have to see like if that. this continues. <laughs> Next. Hello everybody, this is John Griffin, your Fake Worlds Champion, bringing to you the Stabcast win odds for making it out of their Invader League groups. Uh, these were done with a ton of mathematical calculation, and not at all are based on personal bias or whatever I made up, just to be funny. So let's start off with Stabcast Ryan. He's got 1-3 to three odds of making it out of his pod, which is good. You're actually favored in this case, Ryan, but only if... You run Jin, Cassian, and K2SO. At a minimum, you have to run three Rebel heroes. Uh, otherwise, the numbers were just completely off the deep end. So, uh, heads up if you're going to might have to pull your wild card, if you haven't already. Uh, unfortunately for you, though, the enemy of the Stabcast actually has 1 to 10 odds of making it out of his pod, because he's probably going to run Rexstar and just, you know, wreck everything. Uh, as for Stabcast Tim, unfortunately, Tim, uh, the odds are 20 to 1 against you. 
I, I don't know why that is. And you might say to me, hey, I, I'm 3-0. and uh, And we did take that into account. And uh, apparently everyone thinks you're going to tank the next two games. And it's just going to be brutal. And uh, there may be some crying involved, from what I understand. Uh, and finally, uh, there is a 9,000 to 1 odds that Will and Ben will play each other. And, wait for it, one of them will lose. I know, it's it's a crazy long shot. We were really surprised, but one of the guys was really insistent that that was going to happen, so we just kind of rolled with it. So those are your odds. Um, I hope you guys appreciate them and uh, enjoy them. Uh, I hope you defy expectations and go the distance. Thanks, guys. I'm just saying, I'm happy with the three and two. It's not like a real... <laughs> you really think someone would do that? Go on the internet and tell lies? <laughs> You're right. Griffin wouldn't Matt, lie to me. Listen, that's what I'm saying. We know three that math two. is a lie. Math is always a I'll lie. I'll take three and two. I'm happy with that. I can go home happy. <laughs> listen, I'll tell you that if there's a chance that I can keep Will from getting out and make us both lose in the same game, oh, I'll take it. Yeah, we know you will. We know you will. <laughs> Lock nerd blows up his own tank. <laughs> Will's going to lose out themselves. on the tiebreaker because Will won the game against Ben on kill points, so no victory points were scored. And loses <laughs> in strength of schedule. So to make it out, that, that's mm-hmm. that's just Ben's Ben's wet dream right there. Ugh. Because once the rats are in the barrel, we stay in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a slogan for our next right. T-shirt. All right, yeah. we need we need something more wholesome now. We need we need wholesome. Rats in the barrel where we belong. Hi, I'm Michael Cochran from the War Corgi YouTube channel. You might remember me from such episodes as Losing with Droids, Losing with Droids again, and my god, did you just roll five crits against Rex with that unit of B1 battle droids? The boys at Stabcast have asked me to handicap their chances in the upcoming Invader League. With that in mind, here are five wildly speculative predictions and one cold hard lock for you. Ryan is the only member of the cast that I have had the privilege to meet in person. We played each other at Warfare Weekend in 2019 where I defeated him, and it was definitely my favorite game of all of the year. Not so much for you, eh, Ryan? Well, if you watch my channel, you probably know I am a good but not great player. With that in mind, I have Ryan coming in third in a very competitive Group 12. Ben and Will are matched together in Group 22, which I will now refer to as the Group of Death. I predict Will's lack of gameplay during the entirety of 2019, combined with playing droids, will make it very tough for him to escape the group intact. I therefore predict he will also finish third in his group. The ever-solid Ben will do well, securing a second-place finish in the group, and allow him to move forward into the elimination round. Tim Hannon is my pick to go farther in the tournament, as he is known to do well at big events, even though he plays the vastly underpowered faction of the Empire. I predict he will go 4-0 during Group 17 play, and will be well-positioned for a deep run towards the finals this year, only faltering if he falls asleep in one of the early matches. Enemy of the Podcast Brett is in Group 15, for a note, I have no issues with Brett. Welcome to the channel anytime you can come on. But by all accounts, Brett is a very solid player, but lacking any Stabcast hopes to beat up in, in his group could spell trouble for him. Despite this handicap, I predict Brett will make it into the elimination bracket after finishing second in his group. Now for that stone cold lock. Every listener of the fantastic Stab, Stabcast broadcast is going to be a winner during the Invader League. We can look forward to the more battle reports, more lessons learned, 
and more great stories on what I like to call the most War Corgi-esque podcast on the internet. I can't wait to hear how every one of you guys do, and would like to thank you in advance for all the great podcasts that will certainly come out of this tournament. For those wanting to hear more about Star Wars Legion, come check out my new podcast, The Jedi Hunter, on all of your favorite podcast sites to include iTunes. And lastly, good luck, gentlemen. And this is why I like the word. I can't wait to disappoint him. (laughs) He's a good man. I would would be glad to wear the mantle of a War Corgi Esther in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Although, I will say, uh, Michael, I'm Ben. I play droids. And then Will over there... He's the one who plays. Hi. You're both the I same person. Clones. The internet doesn't yeah. know you I, people. Yeah, the internet. I did know take you the year off, so you got that right. Just show up for <laughs> events, damn it! Just come to events. That's all it takes, guys. I I have been to major national events. I was on a sabbatical. Yes. I'm I'm the bald guy standing slightly behind Ryan, carrying all the stuff. <laughs> so the bitch. And also the team. <laughs> it's like when we called you our chauffeur in Atlanta. And we were right yes. to do so. <laughs> All right. Now, this next file, I'm going to be real honest. I am uh, I'm afraid to open. But, but, <laughs> but here we go. You did this. Hello there. My name is Tim Bailey. You may know me as Krabok from Krabok.com or YouTube channel Krabok or Double Critical Podcast. And I am going to be doing some predictions for the Invader League brackets that some of our Stabcast friends are involved in. And this is going to be interesting because I actually have no idea who most of these people are. When I look at some of these brackets, it makes me realize just how isolated and alone and friendless I really am. And it's kind of sad. So I'm going to try and gather my tears and talk uh, first about bracket number 22. Now, I don't see a whole lot here. I I, I see only one Imperial player, uh, and and I think that's interesting because Imperial has dominated a lot lately. And uh, but I think things are going to change. Uh, I'm I'm going to give this one to uh, to Stabcast Ben because uh, he's got Stabcast in his name, and I'm trying to be friendly. And that's really all it boils down to. Although I kind of don't see Separatists doing all that well, but. Uh, what do I know? Okay, we're going to go on to a bracket number 15 at this point, and I don't know any of these folks, so I actually am going to predict that every single person in bracket 15 somehow manages to get disqualified and nobody advances, nobody even maybe shows up for all of their games, and nobody does very well at all. There's actually um, no separatists in this particular bracket either, which is really interesting, uh, but that's just the way that that one is actually going to go. Now on to bracket number 12. Bracket number 12 is going to be an interesting one because there's actually no Imperials in this particular bracket. And uh, I also another thing that's also interesting is I don't know anybody else in this bracket. It will except for Ryan. So I am going to go ahead and give this one to Ryan. I think Ryan will take this one and I kind of hope he does. But at the same time, I kind of hope he doesn't because I know that Ryan really likes to favor the rebels, especially with that edgier kind of, uh, you know, Jin and Pathfinder and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And while I think that that's great because I have to face that all the time, I also think that it's miserable because I have to face that all the time. I, in most of my games, I end up playing against Jin and Pathfinders in probably about 80% of the Legion games that I play. And so I'm kind of hoping that it catches on and does really, really well and goes very, very, very far and takes worlds four years in a row so they finally nerf them and maybe makes them unplayable so this way I don't have to face them every single week anymore. But uh, I guess considering the times right now, I'd be glad to have to face Jin again. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it to Ryan on that one. Next, on to bracket number 17. This is a very interesting bracket because it's only Rebels and Imperials. And it's like hearkening back to the launch days of Legion. But I am absolutely, positively throwing all of my weight behind Stabcast Tim, Tim Hannon, who is my spiritual brother for sharing the first name of myself and, and he and and me and I don't even know where I'm going with that but the other thing that the thing that makes it really really good for Tim is that uh, we are united in our belief that turn zero is trash bids are for sissies and uh, you know whoever comes in at 400 use all of your points basically it doesn't matter what side of the table you're on or what command cards you use or what command cards matters but like your battle cards screw it just build for every single card then you don't care Then you don't even have to worry about that stuff it just saves your mental anguish I just, I just love it. I love that attitude, and I hope he wins the whole thing. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm putting all of my marbles onto Tim Hannon. So good luck to you, and may the force be with you. All, the all right, Crab, always with the hottest of takes. You disappoint me as always too. Oh, just like well, me. I mean, it's it, a Tim. It took thing. him two and a half minutes to get to the hot <laughs> yeah. take. Yeah. yeah, he's a YouTuber. He, it takes him a while to get to that point. Leave him alone. All right. <laughs> Gotta get that ad buy. Gotta get that ad buy. You should check out this week's sponsor. Gotta warm them up a little bit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, check out Recover the Supplies. Um, I mean, I like the fact that he's been so far the only one that felt that Brett's entire pod should be disqualified. I mean, that's kind of where we're all leaning. That seems obvious. Especially when when the TO is declaring him victory. Like, that should get the whole pod disqualified. Yes. (laughs) All right. This, next. Yeah, this next one, it's its a thing. It's a thing that's going to happen. It's a crossover. Hello there, this is Old Time Evan from the Fifth Trooper Podcast with an urgent news bulletin. I'm here to give you my opinions and predictions for the Stabcast crew in this grand event. I have never met any of these dewdroppers in my life, but I'll give you a fair and honest opinion about them just from their names. Ryan. Sounds like a real Reuben of a name if I've ever heard one. Save your money on this one, friend, and go see a penny show. Tim. Sounds like a real werp. The kind of guy who tells a story about a bridge while everyone else is trying to get zozzled on some gigawater. I mean, come on, really? Ben, the kind of guy who doesn't check for wooden nickels if you know what I mean. Will, will, uh, will, uh, will he win his pod? To that I say, horse feathers! Not a chance! Thank you for listening to this old-time urgent news bulletin. I would say I wish them luck with their Legion careers, but they would need one first. Ha-ha! Ouch. You you hurt me. Will I need to you change your me, name? Evan. You need to ask Thrawn to change your name on the Discord to Horse Feathers. Horse Feathers. <laughs> Stabcast uh, Horse Evan, Feathers. We have met at last year's Adepticon. We drank bourbon in your silly Cobra Kai getup, or not Cobra Kai, Cobra Commander getup, and I've been on your podcast with you. What gives, man? What gives? This Do is I mean all he cares about. Clearly, it's the giggle juice. It's the giggle juice. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. I was on the fifth trooper three week, four, four weeks ago. <laughs> Does it matter though? Oh, here we go. The wounds have been exposed. <laughs> That's right. I just what, wanted him to be my you. friend. Why were you on the fifth trooper? Were you cheating he's on a us? Traitor. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Because clearly we didn't listen yeah. to you. Because I don't think we knew that you were. It's like, or it's also <laughs> just when did this the happen? Fifth trooper. Why would we listen to that in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> Next. Hey there. This is Bushfax. I'm a founding member of Critical X, creator of the global ELO ratings, and the new stats guy for the 5th Trooper. So I've actually got empirical data on how bad these guys are. Um, At the time of this recording, Tim's already managed to sneak three wins by, 
but if his 61% historical win rate is any indicator, then that's about all he's going to get. Um, in fact, that's probably just about as far as any stab cast is going to get, considering Ryan's got the best win-loss ratio of them all, and he's only at 65%. Uh, so here's to another season of Invader League single limbs without stab cast. <laughs> Your logic hurts it. my soul, sir. No, I love it. Your logic hurts real numbers. <laughs> See, Griffin. This is why we don't believe That's in right. numbers. This is why I liked John Griffin's <laughs> numbers better. Yeah, heart of the dice, man. Heart of the dice. <laughs> Last time he gets to come to the back alley pizza party with us. That's right. Yeah, which is not a euphemism. Oh, he's invited to the back alley pizza party in the dumpster. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one I have not listened to yet. It was sent to me during the show, so here we go. Stats are just magic for boring people. Hey, everyone. This is Joe from the Legion Academy podcast. And recently, Ryan reached out to me and asked me to give my predictions on how the Stabcast guys are going to perform in Invader League during the round robin stage. And uh, I've been asking myself the same question basically since Gen Con, and that is, are the Stabcast guys washed up? And I think the answer is yes, honestly. Um, I have absolutely no confidence whatsoever that any of them are going to do anything but lose all of their games. Um, I hope Ryan can stay sober long enough to remember the hotkeys on the Invader League uh, maps and on the TTS mod, but uh, I digress. Yeah, I, I, I really I really think it's going to be kind of embarrassing for them, you know. But, hey, everyone likes to watch an, a good train wreck. Everyone likes to watch people crash and burn. And I'm one of them. So I'll be tuning into their games, watching them just embarrass themselves. No, but seriously, in all seriousness, uh, love you guys. Ryan, awesome. Every time we get together, it's pizza. Anyone who sneaks me uh, some bourbon in the middle of a tournament is a friend in my book. Love you guys. Definitely can't can't wait to hang out again uh, as soon as this pandemic is over. Hopefully, one day we can actually get together again at a big event and and have uh, have some laughs and have some food and some drinks again because uh, it's always really fun seeing you guys. And um, honestly. T- all jokes aside, uh, I'm rooting for Ben because he's playing CIS, and CIS has been near and dear to my heart lately, so my money's on Ben, uh, but honestly, I think all of you guys are going to do well. I wouldn't be surprised to see you guys uh, come out and make it into the single limbs without any problems. So Ryan, Tim, Ben, Will, Brett, good luck. Take care. May the force be with you. Brett's not a member of this podcast. He basically is at this point. No, he basically is. He's not. The Pinto's cheering for you. (laughs) This is why you know why he's cheering for you because he ran droids at LVO and his his DTF got all washed up. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. This is this is why I like Joe. Yep. I I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, in a hotel room reading text, and I was praying that he would beat Ryan in Wisconsin. Remember Milwaukee, Joe. Remember Milwaukee. (laughs) You see, the final table where we said six words to (laughs) each other. I put more prayers in for Joe than I have against Ryan. <laughs> Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is about and, right. You know, again, more wholesome. Yeah, don't show me love. I don't know how to respond to that crap. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What is Listen, this? He, he does a show with the nicest man in Legion I have ever met. So, <laughs> does not compute. Don't get it. Next. Hey there, Stabcast and all your listeners. This is Darkling from the Legion Discord. You all would know me as the Legion stream organizer. I'm the one who gets all the games set up to be streamed and also help everyone out when they have any questions with that. I also do quite a bit of the streaming for all the various games for Invader League, Yavin Base, etc, etc. You can catch me at twitch.tv slash darkling. But that's enough about me. You all probably want to hear about my predictions for what's coming up with the Invader League and how uh, these guys, the Stabcast, are going to perform. And uh, let me break it down for you. So first up is everyone's favorite, well, maybe not everyone's, maybe just his own, but Ryan. And funny story about Ryan, well, guess what? He's in my group that I'm judging, so no matter what he does, how well he performs, well, you know, oops, looks like Ryan's getting a hard warning here. Oh, there's another hard warning. Oh, look, looks like he's now disqualified. Can't advance. Sorry, buddy, nothing I can do about it. Them the rules. Up next, we actually have one who actually is one of my favorites. I do like Tim. And you know what? He's carrying on quite a bit of a Cinderella story right now. He actually, believe it or not, and I don't know how this is actually possible, could actually go the distance in a group that, in all honesty, he should be losing against. If he does make it, though, that is awesome. And you know what? I hung out with him enough at LVO. I really know how this guy's going to do. And you know what? I think Tim might actually make it into the single elimination stage. Like, against all odds and, you know, whatever deal with the devil he made, he might actually do it. However, let's just be honest between all of us, he's going to choke the moment he gets there. It's what he does best. Now we come up to what I can't believe is an actual thing here. Will and Ben are in the same group. And you think, well, maybe they're going to knock each other out. Are you kidding me? They're going to fix the matches and they're going to totally work with each other and give each other notes. So if they somehow even get wins, pretty sure they're just going to get disqualified for cheating. So whichever one of the two they decided between themselves is going to advance out of the group stage. Well, you know what? Good for you. You had to cheat your way out. So that's everyone, right? Well, not quite. Because there's this little known character that, you know, sometimes gets brought up on occasion. He probably heard of him. Brett? Well... His group actually looks really good for him to skate out of there pretty much untouched. Probably going to crush it in there. And then with that, he's probably going to get put up pretty high in the bracket, meaning he's going to be playing some easy people like whoever Ben or Will decided to make it out of their group. So he's going to have a pretty decent path to the championship where he's going to be placed. You know what? I'm actually going to put him as my dark horse for the tournament because, you know, why not? Looks like he has a good chance more than the stab cast, that's for sure. So that's my predictions for Invader League Season 5. Of course, you can catch all this action on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv darkling. And I honestly have no idea why these guys brought me on. It's not like I had to pay to get on their Patreon or anything. Oh, we have a Patreon? Throwing shade. Um, no. no, I don't want to talk about it. No, no we, we don't have one. Wait a minute. It's a thing. invited to. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I mean, uh... Are my odds correct that so far Brett is the favorite? Yes. Yeah. Of, of all closely the by expert me. opinions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, it's three raccoons in a human suit, so we know raccoons are tricky. <laughs> That's right. And they can just slide past people without, without paying attention to you. Suddenly they're behind you, and they're there, and they're taking your things. I, we played one game of Root 
uh, a great board game yep. with Brett. He played the raccoon character. He won. Yeah, he did. So, <laughs> yeah, that's you know. true. It suited him so well. <laughs> exactly. While everyone else was fighting each other, he just stole from our pockets. Yep, like Brett would do. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Like he would do. Uh, speaking of uh, Chattanooga folk. Thanks, guys. I can't help it the Tauntaun froze at the first marker a while back. Stuff happens. On a different note, y'all's chances at Invader League. Now, now, now. What do we do with you that? For those wondering, I'm the Captain Chris from the 82nd Legion. I'm here to take a shot and give my thoughts on some Invader League action with a stab cast. You know, you got Ryan. He's heading off to Group 12. Dory's going to commit some rebel-on-rebel hate crime after he mows through a droid, maybe two, only to come up against a clone ball of death. In order for him to make it, he's got to beat Captain Cook, and he's going to have to win all the Rebel and Rebel hate crimes just to make it up. What can I say? Then we're going to go over here. We're going to go check on Tim. Something like 3-0 and at the time of recording this. What? Why are you so lucky, Tim? You're never this lucky in real life. Oh, wait. Yeah, you were. I'll for- I'll- maybe I'll forgive you. Maybe I won't. Screw it. I'm taking a shot. But n- you've done knocked off Florf. But you know what? Florf the Dwarf, he's going to be number two in the group. So you done played the guy that's going to run second. Will, Ben, guys, I the winner of y'all's match? Yeah, that's likely to be number two seed out of y'all's group y'all still got a long ways to go to get there and uh the other prediction for the winner of y'all and bobette is the group 22 shenanigans and let's go check on enemy of the podcast brett you know he knocks off some rebels and potentially a clone uh, a clone mirror yeah he goes uh i don't really know who else goes with him because none of those names look familiar maybe you guys know more than i do in that area so if you wish to check the 82nd legion out we're live on wednesdays on twitch twitch.tv slash 82nd legion like the stabcast you can find us on all social media platforms slash 82nd legion till next time ryan keep the boys in line and it's not fear that'll keep them in line chris i think that is the most wholesome thing i've ever heard you say it's true. about really any yeah, of us and he yeah. didn't ask once I mean, i'm very impressed <laughs> Is the man who tailgated the Knoxville? Uh, yeah, yeah, he really did. It was awesome uh, qualifier. Um, who did have an invite stolen from him by Tim? Uh, yes, and then did have uh, an, an invite stolen last spring in Atlanta. He was so close yeah. and just barely missed listen, that final cut. Listen, here's um, the thing: he's he's always been a good competitor mm-hmm. in, in the regional space. He has been. Here's the thing, though: I'm Whoop the real my. captain. I'm the real captain. <laughs> I started out as a captain <laughs> in X-wing. I got the hat. I got the 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 carrying case and everything. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, I was there but first. Tim, he has a shirt that says the captain on it. I have a template holder that has the captain engraved on it. That's, That's the for, wrong game, for, though. For the wrong game, yeah. Oh, wrong game. And you just got it made with, like, Times New Roman on it. <laughs> I, I didn't make it. <laughs> He's basically a Civil War captain. The man who serves somewhere just calls himself. Fair enough. That's right. That's fair. <laughs> like the real Captain Morgan who wasn't a captain in anything? Who wasn't a captain at all. Nope. <laughs> all right. So we, we heard from our uh, our brethren, our, our distant cousins in the, the southeast. So uh-huh. let's go or the southwest. So let's go let's go to the northeast here. Southwest. Hello everyone out there in the Legion world. You probably don't know me by voice or by name, but this is Chris Beezer. On the Discord I go by Bees. So, after hosting an event where Ryan somehow earned his world's invite, I had the pleasure of coming down to Knoxville for the event he hosted, and coincidentally managed to win my invite there. 
During that time, though, I had a chance to meet all of the Stabcast guys, and, you know, they asked me to record something, making a few predictions for this newest Invader League season. So I wanted to start off here with Group 12, where Ryan is playing Rebels a bunch against a bunch of, well, other Rebels, and there's a couple of droid players there and a clone player. So Ryan's a pretty decent Legion player, although I'm not judging his group, so... I don't know if he'll actually make it out of the round robin, but if I had to make a guess, he's probably got like a 60-40% shot of making it out there. Depends on how bad that Gar player hits him up. And also, Ryan likes to play things that are off meta, so you know who knows how that's going to go for him. So next up, we're going to be taking a look at Group 17. Now, this is where Tim is playing, and he's actually going up against one of my team members from the Yavin Base Team League, by the way, Irregular Regulars, winners, what, what? And that is Tim, he's playing the Empire, and in that group I know of Florth the Dwarf, who's playing Rebels, he's awesome. Um, I would originally talk a lot of smack about Tim, but as the time of this recording, he's 3-0 and right now, so I don't have any ground to stand on. He's probably making it out. Uh, I really hope Florth pulls it off too and gets out of the round robin there. So then moving on to group 22, or as I like to call it, the bad luck group, because both Will and Ben are going to be in that group. And uh, they also got the pleasure of drawing another one of my teammates from Yavin Base, uh, Bobette, who's also awesome and really did a lot of good work for us. Um, so, you know, I think only one of them can make it out of that group, because I'm pretty sure Bobette's going to. And if I had to take a guess between the two, I'm going to give the lead to Will, and that's because he's playing uh, the Republic. And, you know, those clones, they are no joke as long as you're you know, playing lots of Overwatch and a couple of arcs. You pretty much are on autopilot. They're really good. Uh, not that Ben doesn't have a chance with the droids, but, you know, I just, from my personal experience, the clankers in this environment are not going to have an easy go of it. And so finally, I'm going to talk about Group 15, and this is where Brett, the enemy of the podcast, is going to be. Now, I don't really know much about the other players in Group 15, so I'm just going to say, you know, Brett, he will definitely make it out of round robin, if not just for the fact he can knock off everyone else from the stab cast that's in single eliminations and kind of keep his title pure. Uh, as for myself, I'm in Group 20 with a bunch of great people. I'm really looking forward to those. I've only gotten one game in so far, and I lost it. So my odds are not looking great right now, but I'm really excited about this Invader League season. I'm really excited with the mod team. They did an awesome job putting it together and, you know, talk polite for running it for so many years. Big shout-out to him and just everyone else in the Legion community. You guys are awesome. You are what makes this game so much fun to play and be a part of. And, you know... Hope everyone has really good luck here this year. Yeah, too wholesome. Too wholesome again. Too wholesome. Way yeah. too wholesome. That's not that's not what our brand is. No, screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, he really is one of those nicest people yeah. in the world when you play play against him, play next to him in a store. Great guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh speaking of the awesome mod team. Alright, so my name is Nerfly. I kinda made the maps for Invader League or whatever. And I have been told that I like this big dude in black shiny armor called Vader when I play Legion. But whatever, that's not here or there. I've been asked by this dude named Ryan, who I don't know, to talk about him and his friends or something in this thing called Invader League. 
Uh, so I'm going to do that. So we're going to start with group 12, which has this said named Ryan dude in there. And uh, I'm going to predict he's going to lose because of the three rebels in that bracket. He is almost guaranteedly the worst one. And he's also up against the Clone Wars factions, which everybody knows are ridiculously OP and he stands no chance against. Especially if he's playing Jin. Very much if he's playing Jin. For all of you who don't know, Complete the Mission is a really bad card and you shouldn't run it. Anyway, moving on, because I'm done with that fool, we're going to go ahead and look at Group 17, which has Tim in it. And, uh, well, this group is all Imperial and Rebel. And so that means that Tim isn't unique, because he's one of four Imperials here, and they didn't even try to play the OP factions, so I don't know what to say about anyone in this group. But, uh, so Tim, at the time of recording this is actually 3-0, and which means everyone in the group must be absolutely awful if Tequila Flight Tim was possible, was even had any chance of getting to 3-0 and in this group. Come on, guys, what are you doing? Put this fool in the ground. He doesn't deserve to win. All right, moving on to group 22. We apparently have two of these fools from the stab cast in there. Um, and they're playing opposite Clone Wars factions, so at least they got that right. But, you know, I've never really heard about them doing anything important at any kind of tournament. Um, and I've never played them myself. So I'm just, again, going to assume that they're going to lose. I'm going to root for the sole Imperial in this bracket to take everything, because that's how the world should always work. Because the Empire won anyway. Anyway, moving forward, we're going to take a look at... Oh, looks like I missed one. We have to go all the way back to group 15 for the so-called enemy of the podcast, Brett. I think Brett's going to win this. Honestly, he's playing the right faction. He's on Gar. Um, he's a really solid player. I've played him multiple times before. Um, he's put up a good fight every single time. Um, and he's definitely going to do much better than anyone from this stab cast ever will in anything ever. And that is all. When are we the unknowns and Brett's the damn celebrity? <laughs> we did this. We did this. Well, we we made this creature. Brett is like that monkey you put on a show. You too much exposure, people hate him. Just enough exposure, though. That's right. So I think uh, I think a lot of Nerfly's points are just completely invalidated by his uh, lack of ability to correctly play Civ. So, oh, that's an old reference, but it checks out. It checks out. I wasn't invited. He's not wrong in the fact that that Tim's group should have put him down long before. I mean, that's true. That's true. That's absolutely true. He should have been down long before now. But I mean, that's that's what the the sixth person who says Brett's going to go all the way. Yeah, now Brett, prepare to disappoint the internet. Yeah, right. That's very true. (laughs) So, for all these hot takes, is there is there anyone like I know we're kind of digging deep here, but is there anyone like I mean, like real scraping the bottom of the frickin' barrel? Is there anyone we could find that we also want their opinion? Or just some, I mean, some kind of sounds from them? I mean, we, I found this one on the bottom of my shoe. Yeah. I wasn't going to play it. No, no. no. So, we need something worse than I that. I think we should play it. Okay. Yeah, I guess play whatever right, we found. Right. Yeah, we got we got one more. I wasn't going to play it, but, you know, this show isn't long enough already. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, whatever. 
Hey everyone, Jay Shalansky here from The Fifth Trooper, and I just want to take a second to remind you and the hosts of Stabcast that Ryan and Tim sold their souls and this podcast to me for a hamburger, fries, one beer, tacos, and a flight of tequila. So I'd like to take this time to introduce you to the Stabcast by The Fifth Trooper. Now, I'm going to take a second here and talk to you about the odds of any one of these backwater yahoos making it out of their Invader League group. Let's start with Ryan and Group 12. I think Ryan may have a chance here with opponents like Finger Guns and Cap'n Cook. I mean, they really aren't even very inspiring. Though I suppose one is a captain, so maybe he will give Ryan a run for his money. If Ryan can stay sober, I believe he will squeak out a 5-1. and one. If he doesn't stay off the sauce, I think he's a 50%er. Alright, now on to Tim in Group 17. So I think Tim's chances here are similar to his neck and his bids, non-existent. This dude has a better chance of making a decent living than making it out of this group. I give him a 2-4 record coming out of this. Ben and Will in group 22, well, I don't know them or anyone in that group, so does it actually matter? Now Brett in 15, I feel a real kinship too. Though I've never met Brett, I feel like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I'll be rooting for Brett here, but he will likely disappoint us like the rest of this terrible excuse of a cast. Anyways, thanks everyone, and remember, there are better podcasts out there like We Are Legion and Double Critical. <laughs> now, oh, this is, now, Jay, you hurt me. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think about what he's just said. And think about the math he was talking about there. Yeah. Yep. The, the poor man doesn't even know. He's playing in the league. He's playing he, in the league. If you can call what he does playing. But yeah. he doesn't even know how the math works out. You can't go five and one. When you, no. When you play five games. When you play Between five games, it doesn't him work not knowing that way. how many games are in an Invader League group and Evan's lack of memory of anyone he's ever met who isn't Jay, I think that really shows you the journalistic integrity that the fifth trooper really and- has to offer. Let's be honest. Will and I are never going to sell out. You two are sellouts, but he and I are staunch defenders of the stab cast. You're never I mean, going to sell out because you never go to an event. So. <laughs> I, we, we control 50% of this podcast. We're not selling this thing out. We maintain control, Will. You with me? Uh, Mr. Shalansky, I would sell the podcast for some of those sidebar mats you make, just for the record. Son of a beach. Makes those pretty cool. All right, he does before... make side mats. He does, that's true. All or right, before we get uh, any more say, the man uh, makes hate towards products. the fifth trooper and recover the supplies gets canceled or I get fired from it, uh, it's time to put this really long episode to, to bed. Um <laughs> I want to thank all of you who sent in clips of, of our predictions. It's a lot of fun to, to connect all the, the Legion community members together. It's made this episode a lot of fun, and I had a lot of fun getting all the clips all week. I was kind of giddy about it. Uh, so yeah, They've been making us laugh all week long. Yeah, they yes, really have. So true. you guys are awesome. Uh, so thanks for listening to the Stabcast on your paint time, drive time, although your commute, I don't know, wherever you listen to us during quarantine, lockdown time. I'm Ryan Slavosky reminding you, that probably all of these people's opinions are, are pretty much true, and Brett's better than all of us. That's probably true. I'm Tim Hannon, reminding you that TTS does count for something after all. I'm Wilhelm, reminding Thrawn to tell Jay to get in contact with him, like selling the podcast. Like That'd be really cool, because I know he doesn't listen to us, so I really appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm Ben Fowler. If you find my dead body in the woods, it was a hostile takeover. Look at Shalansky's hands. It was him. It was him. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Should have taken the drink, Ben. Should have just taken the drink. (laughs) Oh, my God.
<laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> and what should have been Will walking downstairs to see if Ryan was alive turned into Will waiting for the perfect moment to make that voice. <laughs> Well, let me put my pants back oh, on God. and uh, go check on Ryan. It's not our fault. Nerfly did this what? to us. Just immediately, yeah. boom, done, gone. Well done. The well pants done, flew everybody. off me. <laughs>